0: a hometown tradition playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends for the pride and the glory for the name across the front of the jersey eagle country 99.3 is your home for east central lawrenceburg Milan and South Dearborn Sports. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Casa of Dearborn County, the City of Lawrenceburg, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacies in Dillsboro and Rising Sun, Garing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Hag Ford in Greendale, Infinity Jewelers, Ivy Tech Community College, Margaret Mary Health, Sieg Survey, Stacy Heating and Air Solutions, Wardway Fuels, Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, and Whitewater Motor Company in my. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
1: football coming up on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. It is a wet and chilly night from Mooresville High School where the number six Mooresville Pioneers welcome in the number five East Central Trojans in a Class 4A Sectional 23 semifinal. Will the third time be the charm for the Trojans who have been knocked out of the playoffs each of the last two seasons by this Mooresville team? Alongside Chuck Thomas on Double T Travis there, and uh, we are expecting a great game here tonight at Mooresville. And, um, well, the weather is certainly going to play a part in this game, Chuck. Uh, I didn't necessarily have that down as a game storyline, but um, pretty steady rain right now. Um, how do you think that might change up the game plans for these two teams this evening? Well, I, if there might be
2: a slight advantage for East Central. I don't know how, how hard it's raining. Uh, of course, uh, a wet ball is a little harder to throw. Than a fly ball, and, and this team passes the heck out of the ball. Would we say 245 yards a game? <laughs> they got a great quarterback, so that may hinder them. Uh, and on, on the other hand, East was a running team, and when you get hit, sometimes the ball slides out too. So turnovers may very well be a very important part of this game.
1: And I think for both of these teams coming into tonight's contest, uh, they're both kind of looking at it as the sectional championship, the two uh, best teams um, on paper in this sectional, so uh, either team would be favored no, no matter who they play next week. So does that kind of up the ante for both of these teams tonight, knowing that whoever wins this game is probably going to go on to win the sectional championship? That's a disrespect to the other teams in the sectional.
2: No, and you're absolutely right. I, and I think they, they're they building up a, a, a kind of a rivalry here. I guess Mooresville's not because they keep winning. <laughs> you got to have some wins on the other side, but we have a, a rivalry. But, uh, they, you know, these teams play – I mean, it's physical out there. You, you, you can hear the hits and, uh, they get after it. As of worrying about the next game, neither of these coaches, I think, are going to let that happen. Uh, both coaches, uh, obviously they agree with you that this is the game, but they, they have their eye on going farther. You know, they, they, they want to go to the regional and then they want to go to the semi-state and probably get beat by Ron Colley because they, <laughs> Ron Colley always wins. No, I'm kidding. I don't, you know, you, you go in with the
1: idea that you can win, but, um, you know, both these coaches have their, yeah, higher i think yeah, and looking back at the recent history in this uh rivalry that we're going to call it um east central has had a little trouble with this mooresville team but they have been very close in competitive games last year mooresville getting 36 28 in the semifinal. a year prior to that it was a 17 14 game in the sectional championship um the second quarter got away from east central last year they got outscored 19 to 7 ended up losing the game by eight points so um Did he take any stock in that game last year? Can they take anything from that game that they can apply to the game tonight?
2: I don't know. know, Mooresville lost 20 seniors, and then uh, uh, East Central lost quite a few players too. Um, They they know what each team does, and they're going to come in and do what they've been doing because they've been winning. So I don't think there's going to be any surprises. Will it be maybe a surprise play here or there by either team? Probably, you know, because they've watched. You know, they, both coaches know that they've been under the microscope mm-hmm. for the last two weeks. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. So there might be a little crease in there somewhere, but I don't. I don't think you're going to see a major change in anything. East Central probably wants to uh, slow the game down a little bit, run a little more, and uh, you know, at Mooresville. They can run our pass. Too. I mean, they got a really good running back, and that quarterback, 215 pounds
1: back there, he gets ahead of
2: steam. That's like a fullback.
1: They can run. Yep, so uh, they can run, too. Speaking of running, East Central did get their star running back, Josh Ringer, back last week, had 15 carries, 55 yards. Uh, we're going to hear from Coach Miners here in just a bit. Um, we do think we're going to see Josh tonight. We don't know how much, but uh, he can certainly add something uh, to this offense. If he's right, or even 90 percent,
2: he could add a lot. Another good thing about that, they came up with another running back that's pretty daggone too good too. And brothers, I mean, they got two. And if you watch that film, and we talked about it about that kickoff, you called it, didn't you? Did you say that that return? The, the return. We didn't have it last week, but okay. uh, saw it, and it was absolutely it, phenomenal. It is amazing. And uh, uh, I mean, there's a possible running back. If you remember correctly, last year. Sam Ringer came in and ran the Wildcat, and that they outscored Mooresville in the second half because he was there running and doing his thing. I don't know if we'll see him in that capacity tonight, but I can't imagine that they have forgotten last year.
1: Yeah, I think everyone that's uh, listening tuned in that's an East Central fan uh, is well aware of what Sam Ringer did last week against Greenwood with the 85-yard kickoff return touchdown touchdown took it from the 15 to the 30, that's when he got the first contact, broke a ton of tackles from the 30 to the 50, and then outran the pack for a touchdown. Uh, You can see the video. Absolutely spectacular. Uh, Yeah, it ended up being the uh, play of the night uh, for CBS's um, Sports HQ. He beat out a couple of NBA players for the uh, top play of the night last Friday, so we'll see if Sam has something up his sleeve to top that this evening. But, uh, yes, we could uh, even see him carrying the ball tonight. He is that kind of player for Coach Miner's East Central Trojans. Now, if you're uh, into the predictions like I very much am, I follow the John Harrell website. He uses a lot of analytics and stats to come up with his predictions. He's got it very close tonight, Mooresville 38, East Central 31. Do you expect it to be that high scoring uh, now that we see that there's some uh, pretty tough elements to be dealing with tonight? You, you, you certainly would think not. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, sooner
2: or later, I'll tell you why. There's going to be some turnovers out there because this is the kind of rain that just lays on the ball, and it, you know you get hit just right, or you slips off your hand on a pass. Um, there's going to and remember too, both these teams uh, use that shotgun. Mm-hmm. Now watch those snaps tonight too. Those both centers are very very talented, but as a, some, that ball is not round. You know you
1: play basketball; that's pretty, it's pretty. You know, it's kind of <laughs> going to go where it goes, right? That football, you don't know. You know, it gets a little crazy. Well, let's uh, break down these teams a little further before we uh, bring on Coach Miners to get some of his pregame thoughts. So, I want to start with Mooresville. Um, they've had another excellent season, eight and two, uh, play a very strong schedule, uh, led by dynamic junior quarterback Nick Patterson, two thousand seven hundred and forty passing yards uh, this year. Uh, I believe that's second in the state. Um, you got Brady Allen, the star from Gibson Southern, who's up there. He's going to go to Purdue, and then Covington quarterback Allen. Uh, Carfelt among the top passers in the state with 35 touchdowns, six interceptions, uh, nearing 3,000 yards. He needs 260 tonight to get that. Uh, that'll be tough. But uh, Patterson is a dynamic player back there. In the You're back absolutely game. right. He, he is
2: such a, a dual threat. Not only can he pass, he's very accurate. You're going to talk about uh, several uh, receivers who he spreads around to, but this kid can run. I mean, it, it, one guy's – it's going to be difficult to tackle him. He's got moves. He's 215 pounds, 6'1", 6'2". Uh,
1: he's, he's a he's a real threat back there. He, he's going to be a problem for the Trojans. Absolutely. Completing 72% of his passes this year, he's going to look for Logan Jackson and Johnny Clampett a bunch, but he has uh, hit five receivers for 20 or more receptions, and I believe all five of those receivers have 300 or more yards. And I was watching Patterson's uh, highlight film kind of heading into this game uh, tonight. He's real comfortable in the pocket, as a good passer is, but uh, they'll get him out on the run and a lot of RPO, uh, so we'll see if that uh, holds true tonight as well. Um, Gideon Brimage is a, a very capable runner that he's going to have to contend with tonight, too. Um, that's going to be a key trying to slow him down. And he's also a good receiver.
2: He's, he's got uh, 29 catches for 492 yards. He's got 14 t- or four touchdowns. Uh, from passing and I think 13 for running. So yeah, and what uh, about him? He's like five, eight, five, nine and, uh, line, offensive line is huge, tall and he gets under if the same kind. If you were last year, they had another small, smallish, uh, running back. And, you, and as a defense, you lose him with all those trees, and all of a sudden, bam, he's going down the side. Yeah, I got
1: a name there Brecken Green. Uh, it's a name me, Central fans, will probably remember because he had 141 yards and a touchdown in uh, last year's win for Mooresville. Um, looking at this uh, Mooresville team a little bit further, fifth in the state, that's in the entire state in uh, scoring. Forty-eight point two points per game. So the East Central defense will certainly have their hands full this evening. But that East Central defense, only allowing thirteen and a half points per game, this will be one of their strongest challenges of the year. Uh, you mentioned off the air Ron Colley and Mo- uh, Moeller out of Cincinnati. Yeah, were a real tough competition for East Central. Their two losses, um, similar type team with Mooresville, or maybe a tier below. Uh, probably a little
2: bit below. The, I mean, and that's not take away from Mooresville because I think they're very good, but they're not as good as Ron Colley, and they're not as good as uh, Moeller. Uh, same, um, uh, more like more, I think, because they had a 6'6 uh, quarterback who could throw the devil of well the ball and a mm. great
1: offensive line. But uh, this East Central team, uh, outside of their defense being very strong, they're a little bit more dynamic on offense this year, I think, with the emergence of sophomore quarterback Cole Burton. Uh, they're only asking him to throw the ball 12, 13 times a game, but he's been very, very efficient, 16 touchdowns, one interception. Uh, he'll get a chance to throw it a little bit tonight. Uh, we'll see if the conditions let up. But uh, he's got some great playmakers around him as well. And
2: yeah, he's matured so much uh, since he started. I mean, he really, really has. Uh, he makes uh, great decisions. Um, he 's been very well coached. you can tell that just a a smart player and the coaching staff to the, to their benefit uh ha, you know they don 't ask him to do things he can 't do you 're not going to see him running around all over the place down there they got running backs they don 't need that so uh uh yeah he, he i 'm interested in Looking forward to seeing him play the next two years. I think he's going to be a really, really good one.
1: I think so as well. And special teams likely to play a factor in this game tonight. We mentioned the Ringers kickoff return for a touchdown. Eli Aston had a punt return for a touchdown last week. Uh, Gideon Brimage, the star running back for Mooresville, two kickoff returns for touchdowns. So uh, that's going to play a factor tonight.
2: I'll tell you what, now, I I don't know who you kick off to. You know, I might just kick it out of bounds and go say, hey, take it at 35. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, you know, you're exactly right. I think, uh, um, from Mooresville, those two guys are averaging like 28 or 38 yards uh, a kickoff. Not so much on the punt, but on the kickoffs uh, return. And uh, we all we followed uh, uh, Eli. I mean, he's amazing. I mean, he can make a 15-yard play look like you know he's all over the place. Like I can't imagine trying to chase him down. Uh, And Sam Ringer. That, that, we talked about, alluded to that
1: earlier. That touchdown run was All nothing short of spectacular. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I will tell you this, though. Uh, one advantage that might lean the way of Mooresville is uh, their kickoff specialist, Kenny Curry, is averaging 50 yards per kickoff, and he has 14 touchbacks uh, this year. So if he's able to put the ball in the end zone, that can help with the field position game for Mooresville.
2: Great point, Travis. Very good. There's very few high school players or teams that can go 80 yards without screwing up some making a mistake. Uh And so if they has got to go 80 yards every time, consequently they're going to make a mistake and the other teams take advantage of it. Uh, East Central, God, who was that kid who used to kick him in? Uh, uh, Brown Dyke's brother. Yeah, Brown Dyke. For one. I mean, hey, what, a, what a great uh, advantage that is. You're absolutely right.
1: So – uh We've kind of laid the, out the uh, table for you here tonight. We're expecting a, a great ball game. Um, plenty more to talk about as we roll on with the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan a pregame show. We are going to step aside for a break. When we come back, we'll hear from East Central head coach Jake Miners. You're listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
3: As the end of the year approaches, Hag Ford is looking to put you into the vehicle of your dreams. Right now, we have a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Come in and talk to our knowledgeable sales staff about pre-ordering a 2022 Bronco, Maverick, or F-Series. With inventory down, your trading is worth top dollar. Check out all our inventory at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference.
4: If you've had experience with early pregnancy loss, stillbirth, or newborn death, Margaret Mary Health invites you to join them Saturday, October 30th for Walk to Remember. Held in the healing garden behind Margaret Mary's Cancer Center, this event brings families together to honor the sweet babies we've lost too soon. Following the walk, a short service and balloon launch will be held. To learn more, visit mmhealth.org and click on Community or call 812-933-5142.
5: Hi, this is Kayla with Stacey Heating and Air Solutions. How can I help you?
4: Wait, am I on the phone? I thought this was a radio commercial.
5: This is a radio commercial. But when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, not only will I answer the phone, I'll also guide you through all of your TempStar HVAC needs from start to finish. Whether it's a new TempStar unit or a simple repair, when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, expect outstanding service with TempStar quality you can feel.
0: 513-367-HEAT. That's 367-HEAT or at 367heat.com. Oh, It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg.
6: Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99 3.
1: and mile and three games know I want a company the most trusted name in the car business joined now by East Central Head Coach Jake Miners and uh, this is a game you've likely had circled on your calendar a matchup that we all anticipated uh, after last year's sectional uh, semifinal. Uh, what kind of week of practice have you had leading up to this game tonight?
7: Uh, incredibly spirited uh, I haven't had to say much to the guys uh, tonight actually is 364 days since the last time we played these guys uh, and you know Samuel Ringer Josh Ringer um, we available this year Uh, is huge for us Um, and along with some of the other guys um, it's just been a really fun week of practice our guys have been looking forward to this matchup especially when the brackets came out Uh, you know we were focused on uh, Greenwood but we knew if we get through Greenwood that this was a likely matchup and uh, it's been probably our best week of practice so far this year so uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how our guys come out and compete in the night I don't want to look back at last week too much but I do want to mention Sam Ringer's uh, incredible kickoff return touchdown last week haven't got a chance to talk to you about that. Um, just how often awesome it was it to see that happen. Uh, well, to be honest, I, I, I thought he was down multiple times, so I was, started to look down at my uh, play call sheet to get into uh, what play we were going to get into, but uh, uh, he just kept on motoring, and, uh, you know, such a credit to him for keeping his feet moving. He's a special football player and a special, uh, you know, our kickoff return team kept moving with him, and uh, a lot of them, or two of them, like, caught him on the way down and threw him back up and uh, got him, at, you know, in the open space, and Samuel did a nice job this week of giving those guys a lot of credit, um, you know, that his guy's block for him. But, you know, anytime you get a ball in a ringer's hands for us, uh, you know, they, they continue to surprise me on a football field. So uh, we try to take advantage of that. Uh, speaking of which, younger brother, Josh, back in the yeah. fold
1: last week, uh, 15 carries, uh, kind of working his way back in. Uh, what can he bring to the table
7: tonight in a game that might, lean itself towards the end game? Yeah, well, it's going to be a slippery surface again, uh, so uh, we're going to have to see how he comes out and manages that, um, you know, coming back from an ankle injury. Last week, he, he ran a ball okay for, for Josh. Uh, he ran, you know, four or five yards a carry, um, uh, but we're kind of used to seeing those home runs out of him, and uh, he was extremely disappointed himself after the game, and, uh, you know, I just told him, hey, it's your first game back. Uh, a lot of these guys have been playing, it was week 10 for them, it was only week 3 for him, so uh, he's had a great week of practice, um, it, you know, he get he got over that game live action and what his ankle was going to feel like on the game field and so now I think he, he's a lot more confidence in himself and uh, you know being able to run the football and yeah um, you know uh, it might take all of our backs tonight uh, because if it keeps up like this um, you know it, I would definitely look for a running game uh, but we feel pretty good about that you know traditionally that's where we hang our hat so um, let it keep raining uh, how do you feel about your passing game tonight considering the conditions well I mean if it stays like it is now, and we keep dry footballs in there, um, it, You know, I, I think it's going to be okay. Um, uh, we practiced with the wet football all week, as we saw the weather reports, the possibility uh, of this, and so our guys have had to practice at it. Um, but, but, you know, it, the old adage is that wide receivers know where they're going, so it's a little bit easier to play wide receiver than it is DB. So, um, it, our, our pass game is definitely still live, um, especially the points tonight where it's going to lighten up a little bit, rain-wise, uh, and we just got to keep dry footballs in. Uh, looking on the other side
1: of the field, Nick Patterson, a very talented quarterback, a year older, and uh, looks like a year better as
7: well. Um, what can you do to slow him down in this high-powered Mooresville offense? Uh, it's just a matter of containing him. You, you know, we played some special quarterbacks this year. Is uh, starting out Week One with uh, Yoon. so um, we've been challenged. Uh, you know, Patterson definitely has the the best passing stats uh, over 2,700 yards here through ten weeks, uh, and that's incredible. Uh, but, but what we have to do is get him off the spot uh, where he likes to throw the football from, make him a little bit uncomfortable, or just mix up coverages, and. Uh, you know, just try not to give up the big play, try to get the ball back to the offense, and uh, hopefully go score points. It is a playoff game, so we know defense is going to be very important, as will special
1: teams. Their uh, running back took back two to the house on kickoff yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. So uh, how much of a focus have you put
7: on uh, containing their kickoff game? Yeah, we, well, we put a lot of focus on our special teams every single week. Uh, you know, we study it, we watch film, we game plan, we scatter report. Um, and obviously we, we saw the two kickoff returns at uh, 28 last week. And so, uh, you know, first of all, just don't kick them the football. Um, if you can help it, so we'll have to see how the game progresses. Um, you know, our kickoff team's been pretty good uh, all year—not every game, but it's been pretty solid all year. So uh, we just got to contain them and get, the, get them on the ground. And one final thing: what's one thing you've really preached this week that's going to be a humongous key to victory tonight? Uh, just you know, coming out and just managing the, the excitement because our guys are fired up, uh, but you have to manage those emotions—not get too high, not get too low. Uh, when something bad happens, uh, you know, in, in every football game, something bad happens. Whether it's a penalty, a fumble, turnover, uh, touchdown, you know, what have you. Um, We we just have to keep rallying, keep responding, and I I think if we do that, we'll be all right tonight. All right, thanks for your time, and good luck tonight against Mooresville. Thank you. It's about time to beat these guys.
1: Absolutely. That is head coach Jake Myers of the East Central Trojans. You are listening to the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
8: Hi, I'm Jim Scott, a golfer, weekend warrior, runner, and lover of just about any sporting activity. And occasionally I find myself in pain. Then I turn to Beacon. Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. My latest? Well, I tried to grip it and rip it. Ouch! Ripped my meniscus. Living in Dearborn County, I'm fortunate enough to be 10 minutes away from my friend, Dr. David Argo at Beacon Orthopedic, Lawrenceburg. Dr. Argo repaired it. I'll be fine. Looking for a new golf swing.
0: A new day in Eagle Country. Hey, it's Ron Bria. Let's get up real early together. Workday morning starting at 5 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: It's high school football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. The number six Mooresville Pioneers getting set to host the at number five East Central Trojans. Kickoff right around the corner. Before we get to that, Chuck, how about a look at our Hagford keys to the game?
2: Well, special teams is always, and particularly tonight, turnovers. Obviously, those are the same things, things that are constant. Uh, for East Central to win, they have got to stop Patterson. He is the key. That, I mean, he runs, he passes. Um, he accounts for over 300 yards of offense every single game, uh, for Mooresville. Uh, they got to stop the run. Uh, they're going to, uh, that's what East Central is going to come out. That's what they do. I look for them to crowd the line and, uh, try to make, uh, throw the ball. All right. That's
1: Ag Ford keys to the game. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today. AgFordSales.com. Sophie Brown Dyke getting set to kick off left to right. Trojans in their white tops, red pants. Mooresville in the all-blues lined with yellow as we are set for a massive sectional semifinal. Chance to go to the title game on the line, and that kickoff's going to be returnable from Johnny Clampett just inside the 15-yard line, and he is drug out somewhere near the 30. Looks like Mooresville will start their opening possession around the 29-yard line. Let's set our starting lineups to live, set by Dearborn County Casa, DearbornCountyCasa.com, offensively for the Mooresville Pioneers, junior quarterback Nick Patterson. be flanked in the backfield by running back Gideon Brimage, Logan Jackson, Johnny Clampett, Wesley Reeves, the wide receivers. Hogan Denny will be the H-back. Damian Albrecht, Brantley Butcher, Bryston Lee, Logan Ryan, and Chase Price on the front line for Mooresville. Patterson, back to pass finds a man over the middle, looked like it was Clampett, and he is knocked down at the 45-yard line. That's going to be a 15-yard pickup and a first down on the first play of the game from Mooresville. Setting the central defense here in just a moment as Mooresville looks to go quick. Three wide receivers set two to the right for Patterson. Brimage to his right in the backfield. And they will look for a man right over the middle, and Denny catches it with one hand and is able to take it down to the 35. Looks like that was a 20-yard gain. Another first down for Mooresville, who is moving quick. Haven't really got a chance to set the East Central defense. Three wide receivers trips to the right for Mooresville. they will hand it off to Brimage that time, and he is able to fight forward for three yards. We'll see if we can get this East Central defense in there on the front line. David Nash, Ryan Brevard, and Sean Burley. you also see Lewis Gray up there. Caleb Mergenthal, Hunter Sones, Connor Kuhn, and Adam Rosemeyer at linebacker. Got Ringer using Hogue and Rainier in the defensive secondary. And that ball thrown to the end zone. Sam Ringer with the defense. As that falls to the turf, Patterson was looking for Clampett. On a corner route, and that falls harmlessly to the turf. A third and seven upcoming from the East Central 32. Pretty impressive drive thus far for Mooresville. Uh, They're going quick at the line, Chuck. And the rain doesn't seem to be bothering his throwing, does it? Not at all. Patterson in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off to Brimage, and he fights forward to the 26-yard line. Looks like he's going to be about a yard short of the first down. But uh, I would look for Mooresville to go for it here, and they're going to get up to the line quick. Patterson with Brimage to his left, and Patterson's going to keep it. Look like they had him initially. He breaks a couple of tackles and able to fight forward for about four yards, giving him a first down. East Central looked like they might have had him down co- towards the uh, line of scrimmage. Excuse me. Charlie Eason coming up from his safety spot but couldn't drag down. The 215-pound quarterback, Chuck. It was a good fake, and that uh, uh, big man, 215 yards, made contact and got
2: two yards after
1: the contact. Rimmage motions out of the backfield. Patterson will dump it off to him as he didn't have anything downfield. Rimmage breaks a tackle, breaks another tackle, and is knocked out of bounds near the line of scrimmage. Look like Rosemeyer came over to clean that one up. And that is going to be a no-gain, second and 10 upcoming as Mooresville continuing to quicken the pace here. Well what they
2: do is they have a script they work on all week and they know the plays are gonna run before they've been running them all week. So
1: five wide it. here. Patterson going to the air looking down the middle of the field. Grimmage, though well, they call it a catch and they will he's gonna pick up about fourteen yards and a first down again. Mooresville moves it moves the chains. Was yeah. that Grimage? Grimmage yes. Yep. First and goal from the nine. Brimage shows some nice patience as he's able to carve out a positive gain on that play. Second and goal upcoming from, looks like the six yard line. Patterson in the shotgun. He's got three wide receivers. Brimage to his left. Central going to, he rolls to his left. He's still on his feet, breaks a couple tackles, gets down inside the five-yard line. Maybe two yards on that carry from Patterson. That's going to bring up a third and goal from the four-yard line, three-yard line officially. See if V-Central can come up with a big goal line stand here on the opening drive of the contest. Patterson's got three wide receivers. And he's back to pass. He finds a man It looked like Hogan Denny with the catch, but he is knocked out of bounds short of the goal line. That's going to be first and goal from the one. Patterson's going to go under center. Wouldn't be surprised if it's a QB keeper. And he does. And it looks like no signal yet. He might not have got it. And that is a defensive stand for East Central stopping Patterson short of the goal line. What a huge play right out the get-go.
2: 69 and a half yards, come up a half yard short.
1: So that's going to make for a uh, difficult upcoming drive for East Central, but they did the important thing, which was keep Mooresville off the board. Patterson didn't go straight up the middle with that QB keeper kind of. Uh, he, and I don't know why. to go behind the guard and tackle.
2: I don't know why.
1: I, know, I understand he, he thought he was
2: something over there, but with his length, he could have jumped. And I mean, he was that close. What was it? Probably less than a yard.
1: Look for Grant Ernst to uh, get the ball here as they uh, kind of go to a wingback look here. And I think Burton's just going to keep it. And they're able to fight forward. The pile is still moving close to a first down. Nine yards looks like on first down. Quarterback sneak and uh, that's how you, you, how, how you execute that play. I'll tell you. Double wing formation there. They've run that before. So that'll be eight yards officially setting up a second and two. East Central with the ball on their own eight yard line. Steady rain continues to come down here at Mooresville. No score yet. Eight minutes left to play. East Central with a different look well, on their offense. And we have a fumble here. Mooresville celebrating like they have it. And they do. That looked like Kellen Copeland who came up with the football.
2: It was just a, a man, a double wing and uh, going from, motion from uh, right, uh, right to left. and Something went wrong on the wrong on the uh, handoff, I'm guessing, uh, and it, it was on the ground. Now, this is
1: something we haven't seen East Central do this year so much. So, I uh, mean, kind of – Yeah, you can bet they practice or they wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, th- this is a – I uh, just wonder if that's the reasoning behind maybe a little mishap back there is they're not used to running it in game action. Mooresville, um, a new lease on life here in the first quarter, at least, after failing to score on the first and goal from the one. Brimage gets the handoff, and he'll be down to the five-yard line, got about three yards there, second down, second and goal from the five, handoff again, fights down to the three-yard line. About two yards on that run play for Brimage. Right now it looks like
2: Mooresville Moore, just trying to overpower the defensive line of the Trojans. See what they do now.
1: Third down and goal. Mooresville trying to capitalize on the East Central turnover. Three wide receivers set. Patterson's going to roll to his right and nice. Oh, they're going to call comes in Wow, I don't know about that. (laughs) I'm a long ways away, though. Jack Ranier looked like pretty good coverage from right here. Maybe he had an arm draped around uh, the receiver, but it was right. I mean, bang, bang there. We'll call it as a hold. So that'll be a... Nice break for Mooresville.
2: He could have had his hand uh, back on his back, but it looked, his right hand was in great position. His body was in great position, but we, we can't see from here, but wow. Let me say this. I've seen
1: that not called. Let me put it, is that Wait. diplomatic? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, looks like it's going to remain first and. Well, we still got third down and one to go on the scoreboard, so it's the third and goal. As it was, uh, I guess half the half distance, the distance yeah. but uh, didn't give him an automatic first down. Patterson in the shotgun, they'll run the speed awesome. option, and Patterson keeps it, and he is in for the score. So Mooresville strikes first on the Patterson one-yard run. So Mooresville takes the 6 nothing lead with 6.55 left in the first quarter. Ryan Houck will be on for the extra point, 58 of 60 this year for Mooresville. Snaps good, kick is up, and it is good. So Mooresville holds a 7 nothing lead over East Central, 6.55 to go in the first quarter of this Sectional semifinal. You're listening to high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
9: Hi, I'm Adam with Sieg Surveying, your local, experienced, full-service land surveying company. Our team has served all of southeastern Indiana for 20 years with trusted, accurate, and personal service. Our crew specializes in land surveying, site design, dividing property, line staking, and more. Let our team take care of all the necessary communications with the local, state, and federal entities. If you are looking to line stake or divide your property on large wooded parcels, the wintertime is the best time. Call Sieg Surveying and visit SiegLandSurveying.com.
10: Hey, it's Jeremy from Eagle Country, 99.3. Who are you working with? If you're not working and hanging out with me, I'm highly offended. Working with you, 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country,
1: 99.3. Welcome back to Mooresville High School, where the host pioneers strike first, leading East Central 7-0 with 6.55 left in the first quarter. Another area score. To get you updated on North Decatur 7, Mile and 6, we'll also be tracking the uh, South Dearborn Martinsville game and Lawrenceburg and Greensburg. Eli Aston back to return for East Central. Louisville all bunched up here at the 40 yard line. And they fake the kickoff and then go to a more traditional look. Kenny Curry, as we mentioned, the kicker kickoff specialist for Mooresville, averaging 50 yards per kickoff, and they pooch it. it. And that is going to be fielded around the 33, and they're going to get out to about the 45-yard line, pretty close to it. Nice return there for East Central. A lot of respect. Uh, Cooper Hogue, who uh, was the up man fielding that. A lot of respect for uh, Eli, do you think? Absolutely. So that last drive for Mooresville went three plays, just eight yards, capitalizing on the Trojans' earlier turnover. Drive surveys are brought to you by Sieg Surveying, specializing in land surveying, construction layout, site design, and land consulting. SiegLandSurveying.com. So a more traditional look for East Central here in the spread, and they are going to throw it, swinging out to Eli Aston. He's got a block, makes a man miss, and is able to get the ball out close to the fifty-yard line. Good four yards on that nice uh, little, screen, little screen play, trying to get Eli Aston involved here early. East Central is going to huddle up. We'll see them take their time on offense, trying to keep that Mooresville offense on the sideline. They looked pretty impressive, didn't they, Mooresville? with throwing the ball. Four wide receivers, three split out to the left for Burton. He's going to hand it off to Josh Ringer, who fights forward close to the 50-yard line, down to the 49, so just two yards. On that play, going to set up a third and six. Actually, give them a third and four. So, very manageable here.
2: Very much need a first down here. You don't want to give that ball back to that potent offense that uh, Mooresville
1: just showed us. Central going to go to a heavy formation here. Only two receivers in this set. They'll hand it off to Ringer, who shoots through the hole like a cannon. Got it. And got five yards and a first down.
11: So I think, um,
1: looking at Ringer early coming back from the ankle injury, if they just keep him straight down downhill, that's going to be. Yeah, he's going to have an easier time running if it's straight downhill. Yeah, the question. Not a lot is, of
2: cuts, but, it, but that's what makes him so good. Is he? He makes those cuts and makes people missed but that was a good strong run by josh glad to see him
1: back now we're going to see ringer to the right brotherton to the left
2: two good running backs back there
1: and this time it'll go to brotherton who's got some home run hitting speed as well he'll pick up three yards and i think that's okay if uh, you're looking at this east central team they can continue to pick up three four yards at a time and keep the chains moving uh, they'll be very happy with that woody hayes did a lot of that you know (laughs) worked out pretty well for him go bucks (laughs) I <laughs> will be tuned in to the uh, Ohio State Penn State matchup tomorrow night for sure. Uh, we're worried about the East Central Trojans and Mooresville Pioneers right now. A massive game here in the sectional semifinal. Maybe the uh, biggest game in the state tonight. Burton back to pass. And that ball looked like it was tipped.
2: And go through the defender's hands?
1: Couldn't really see it, Chuck. Me either. Wolks. Uh-huh. I'll explain it on Monday, two to six. Drive time with double T.
2: Yeah, we won't come with a terrible position, can't see me. Wait for you to describe it.
1: Four thirty-four left here in the first quarter. East Central trailing seven nothing. A third and eight upcoming from the Mooresville forty forty seven yard line. Excuse me, down to the forty three. Rain still coming down steady here. Cole Burton will have Ryan Brotherton behind him. He's going to go under center here. Two wide receivers using to the right, Aston to the left. They're going to run it with Brotherton to the near side. Fights through a couple of would-be tacklers and is close to the first down marker. That's going to set up a fourth and one. we got seven yards. See where they spot it. It's like he's down to the 37 yard line. Man, Looks six, like a long one yard. Yep, yeah, it, it is a little bit more than a yard, I think. I think they'll go with that quarterback sneak. It was so sexy. I
2: don't think they surprise anybody, though, this time.
1: If you get the uh, Bush push from behind like they did last time, um, Burton's going to be under center. Wouldn't be surprised if they give it to the up man, Ernst, but they will go to Brotherton. And I don't know if he made that or I not. I think he made it. Mooresville celebrating like they stopped him, but it looked like he got to the thirty nine, which would be the first down marker. They might have to measure it. Uh refs are conferring. The tip of the ball looks like it is uh close to the thirty nine, and they're gonna bring the chains out. That wasn't a great spot either. Well, we're hoping the chains are going to come out. Maybe they're waiting on the rain to stop. Maybe. They're going to be there a while. (laughs) 346 left here in the first quarter. Big moment here is East Central already down a score. And they're on the verge of potentially giving the ball back to Mooresville with a fairly good field position. East Central's pointing like they got the first down Mooresville's pointing like they stopped them And it is a first down Said You could just tell from right up here in the press box That the nose of the football Looks like it's resting on the 39 And that was the, the yard to gain
2: Good job by the officials though You know, it shows a little professional They weren't going to take any chances Mid-season they may have gone Yeah, <laughs> right A
1: little bit bigger game tonight Yep so east central see what they do after getting the big call with the chain gang coming out burton will be in the shotgun ringer back in there in the backfield to his left they're going to go downfield eli has got a man beat his one-on-one coverage the ball a little underthrown, intercepted and that is going to be a flag all oh, the play. Gonna, yeah that so, was a pass interference but if that
2: ball would have been thrown a little, they, the, the problem was he had to get rid of it sooner because mm-hmm. uh, that was well behind him. But uh, they get a first down because of penalty.
11: Now
1: you uh, you throw it on the money, Eli Aston's walking in the end zone for a touchdown, but sometimes with those underthrown balls, uh, you can get bailed out with a uh, pass interference. Exactly. Eli Aston did a good job coming back to the ball yeah. too.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh Eli was probably, what, four, maybe five yards uh, had beat his man. Uh, but the uh, defender was able to get back there and break it up. But that's uh, that pass interference is a whole lot better than giving the touchdown up. though. It's
1: for sure. And they'll count off the 15 yards there. East Central working their way towards the red zone. Ball is going to be marked down at the 21-yard line. 3.37 left in the first quarter. East Central trying to answer. After Mooresville scored following an East Central turnover on their second play of the night, Aston in motion. They will hand it off to him. He breaks a couple tackles. Still up, fighting forward. it will bring it down to the 19-yard line. Looks like a uh, lot of effort to get two yards. So, positive gain on first down. Central taking their time offensively here. Especially entering the red zone for the first first time tonight. Four wide receivers set. Aston in motion again. They'll fake it to him. This time they'll go to Ringer. And he is brought down in the backfield. What a tackle that was. That's a real good job by the defensive man. And I, we're so
2: far back, I can't see the number. But he stayed at home. He didn't take off. It, it was good coaching. He stayed right there and made a picture-perfect tackle. 48,
1: Hunter Bennett with the tackle. So a third and eight upcoming for East Central from the Mooresville 19. Four wide receivers set again for Cole Burton. Aston in motion left to right. They'll fake it. And then they'll swing it out to him. He doesn't have any blockers. so will have to do something special with it. And he's able to take it down, I believe, to the 15-yard line. he got four yards. And Burton's coming off the field. Looks like maybe the kicking unit's coming on. So Sophie Browndyke will be on to attempt a field goal. It's going to be about a 26-yard attempt for Sophie. This will be from the right hash. East Central electing to try to go for the point. Snaps good. Kick is up. And it is good. Twenty-six-yard field goal for Sophie Browndyke As the Trojans get on the board, still trail seven to three, two ten left in the first quarter. We're back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
0: This message is a service of the Dearborn County Health Department. How you
6: doing? I'm HPV. That's
0: human papillomavirus. And I'm a giver. A giver of cancer, that is. But you can prevent me and you can protect yourself, your child, or children with the HPV vaccine. The HPV vaccine protects against the most dangerous strains of the virus to help prevent cervical cancer in adulthood. Available for youth, teens, and young adults ages 9 to 45. To learn more and schedule an HPV vaccine appointment, visit DearbornCounty.org and click on the Health tab.
6: Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: Pretty nice drive there from the Central Trojans. Nine plays, resulting in a 26 yard field goal from Sophie Brown Dyke. Trojans trail 7 3 with 2.10 left in the first quarter. Roundyke back on to kick. Clampett and Brimage will be back for Mooresville, both very dangerous, so they're going to keep it away from Brimmage, who had two kickoff return touchdowns a week ago in a win against Jennings County. they kick at to Clampett. He fields it at the 15-yard line. They got a wall set up to on his the right left side. Good coverage. And nice job by the EC Special Teams unit bringing down Clampett at the 20. That was set up to
2: be the the Mooresville team kind of rolled off to their right, trying to
1: set up a wall for him to get around. He couldn't get to the wall. Coverage was too too quick. Officially spotted at the uh, 21-yard line. Mooresville going to come out in that spread formation. Been heavy pass thus far. Patterson hands off to Brimage that time. Looked like Gray came up for the tackle. A couple yards there for Bremich. Second and eight upcoming for this Mooresville offense. It's averaging 48.2 points per game, 442 yards of total offense. Last year against the central put up 449 yards of Going total deep. offense. Deep ball looking for Jackson. And that is going oh, to pass interference on Sam Ringer. That was not. Oh
2: boy. Oh boy. Hit him in the helmet, didn't it? I think they're going to get him for the old
1: face guard. Yeah, but he didn't have his hands up. It hit him. In, and and I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. It'd, it'd be interesting to go back and be able to actually look at it to see if he made any contact. Because you're right, the ball did hit Sam in the back. Yeah, that was. Uh, Boy, oh boy, oh boy! So we've already seen defensive hold down the field, a couple of defensive pass interference from both sides. So, my, it's my. like it might just be one of those nights. Uh, wow,
2: that was that was not
11: good because uh, well, we didn't see
2: anybody's hands around anybody that time, and. It looked like the defender was just running. Running with him and got yeah. hit him in
1: the back. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, just because his head his, wasn't turned around. Yeah, I mean, his, it, 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 he's running after the ball. His hand is not in guy's face. Uh, that's a penalty.
1: But it is because they called it. The ball on the 38, and that's going to be a quarterback keeper from Patterson who brings it out to the 50-yard line, 12-yard run and first down. Charlie Eason with the tackle What a
2: weapon Having a 215 quarterback He's built well I don't know if that swelling. was a
1: broken play Or a design nah, fake swing out And then to the uh, quarterback draw That was design
2: you could, it, it, That was too fakey of a throw You know what I mean
1: Patterson with Brimage to his left In the backfield He's back to pass Looking for another deep Stop ball go. Rainier with the coverage that time, uh, fans here on the Mooresville side barking for a holding on Rainier, but that will not be awarded to the Mooresville offense as it's incomplete in a second and ten upcoming so, as he's looking for Clampett down the left side. So
2: far they've called for pass interference on every throw was one caught
1: Until that one. Three wide receivers for Patterson. They're going to run the speed option. Rosemeyer is able to make them go back into the middle of the field where two there's con- some more white jerseys.
2: Too contested, no place to run. But he still picked up decent yard. He wanted to get two or three yards.
1: Three yards on that game. That'll set up third and seven from the East Central 47. Patterson will have four wide receivers to work with here. Rimage in the backfield. East Central going to bring a delayed blitz, and they are able to get him. him. What a play. Good job. Connor Coon came through untouched and is able to uh, shoestring tackle Patterson. So, Mooresville looks like they want to go for it here. Maybe he's looking. They don't have to run a play here as the game clock is going to run out. So first quarter comes to an end, Moorzell 7, East Central 3. Don't you dare go anywhere. we got a good one here, sectional semifinal, on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
10: Digging deeper to make ends meet? Now you can get a 26% tax credit with a geothermal heat pump system from Climate Master. Climate Master geothermal systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide
0: heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping your home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master systems are so efficient, you'll save up to 70% on your energy bill, so the investment quickly pays for itself. Help the environment and help your budget. Call Jeff at Gary or
10: at GaryNink.com. Hey, 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. That's high
1: school football on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Alongside Chuck Thomas on Double T Travis there. Class 4A, Sectional 23, semifinal, Mooresville leading East Central 7-3 as we head to the start of the second quarter. Other area scores, Brownstown Central 7, Batesville 0 in the first quarter. Lawrenceburg 9-0 over Greensburg. And North Decatur is leading Milan 14-6. Uh, those two games at the half. Martinsville uh, 10, South Dearborn 0. Hogan Denny in as the punter for Mooresville. East Central does not have anybody back. And that ball down at at the 24-yard line. So huge sack from Connor Coon on third down to force the punt. So East Central will come out for their third possession with a chance to take their first lead of the ball game. They did not lead in this matchup last year, in the semifinals, and out, got outscored 19 to seven in the second quarter. So we'll see if East Central can flip the script on Mooresville and take control of this game heading into halftime. Hand off to Josh Ringer. He bounces it to the right. Another cut inside, out past the 40, down past the 45, and close to the 50-yard line. Got a flag after the play. Unsportsmanlike. So a 24-yard carry, plus some maybe. Still sorting out the penalty here. That's some officials conferring at the 45-yard line. They're pointing towards the defense.
11: Still awaiting the call
1: here. Uh, Mooresville's defense backing up, so... East Central is going to get some additional yards after the 24-yard gain from Josh Ringer. And uh, hitting ahead. So that'll add 15. East Central in business. One play into the second quarter. They will have the ball on the Mooresville 38-yard line. Trojans will come out. Four wide receivers. Three to the left on this first down play. See if Ringer gets another chance after a big run there on the first down. He does. Finds another hole and inside the 35-yard line. Good positive run from Josh Ringer. About four yards there, Chuck. Doing a nice job. 36. He seems to be getting
2: acclimated to, to running the ball more. It just looks like the old one, the old Josh.
1: And as uh, Coach Miners alluded to in the pregame, this is still just a week three for Josh. Last time we saw him in person was week two against Harrison. That was Port- a bad injury, too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, second six upcoming from the thirty-four. Burton back to pass. Nothing there. He's going to have to improvise. He runs to his left and is close. Close. Actually, did he get it? They're moving the chains. Yeah. So first down there. So we got the six yards required for the first down.
2: A central that was a great heads up play by Burton, who just got away and then saw that opening on that left side,
1: took off. Doesn't run much, but is an effective great athlete. First and ten from the Mooresville twenty six. Aston in motion from the left to right. They'll hand it off to Ringer who finds a hole, breaks a tackle and is able to get it down to the 21-yard line, give them five yards on first down. Four runs thus far on this possession for East Central. Second down and five. Still haven't seen Trojans hit an explosive play in the passing game, although they were close in the first quarter. Well, just the idea that they
2: threw it a couple times in deep. Makes You can't bring those linebackers up so close, although they're pretty close right they now. They have a heavy
1: box here, but they're going to go back to an I-formation, and they're going to pitch it to Ringer, and they try to use Eli Aston as the lead blocker, and that play is going to lose yards. How I many I lose? Three? Two? Like two to me. Going to bring up a third down.
2: Looked like they, that wasn't a very smooth play. It looked like they bumped into each other, too. I just,
1: and again, yeah. uh, I don't want to be too critical, but when you're using one of your smaller receivers as your lead blocker, that's just not a good recipe there.
2: Not only that, I mean, they, they got their eye on him.
1: <laughs> Unless they're maybe setting something up for uh, later on down the road, they declined the penalty. Well, it is going to be a third and eight, it looks. So, maybe not a bad idea. See what Cole Burton has up his sleeve here on third third and eight. Improvised the last time around. He'll have three wide receivers, two to his left, one to his right. They're going to hand it off to Ringer, and he's got a big hole. He got my – wow, he busted that. (laughs) Makes it down to the 10-yard line, 15-yard gain and a first down. They found something on that right side of the offensive line running behind Hauser and Adams.
2: 54 yards and eight carries so far for Ringer.
1: Looking a, a little bit more in tune with the game this week than he was last week. Only 15 carries for 55 yards as he works in le- his way back into game shape. First and 10 from the 11. Central can get a first down without scoring Ringer. Right up the middle, take it down to the five, give him another six yards. Yes. He is really starting to find his footing in this game. He certainly is. Nearing That's... nine minutes to play in the second second quarter. They can get a first down inside without getting a, a touchdown. I think you just kind of stick with what's working on this drive, do you not, Chuck? You think? <laughs> <laughs> Don't overcomplicate the game, yeah. right? It's real simple. You got a can and you load it, you know? <laughs> Burton has Ringer to his left. They'll give it to him again. They had a run blitz on there, and Ringer was able to avoid the first would-be tackler inside the five to the four. So they got a yard there. Bring up a third and one to go. They can get a first down, and I would uh, think this is going to be four-down territory. I would think.
2: Got a good field goal kicker, though, so you're never sure.
1: Burton's going to go under center, going back to this wing formation. He's got Ernst right behind him. And Burton's going to spin out. He scored. Touch. Is he in? Yes. Touchdown Touchdown. on the EC as they take their first lead of the game on the QB keeper. Great drive there from the Trojans. 9 plays, all runs. This drive started back on their own 24-yard line. Drive Survey is a service of Sieg Surveying, specializing in land surveying, construction layout, site design and land consulting. Sophie Brown Dyke on for the extra point. Hold is good. Kick is up and right down the middle. And the Trojans take a 10-7 lead with 8:11 left in the second quarter. We'll step aside for a break. It's high school football on Equal Country ninety nine three and equal
12: Hi, Arissa Riley here with Dearborn County Youth Ambassadors. I want to invite you to our second annual Halloween Party. We're celebrating the end of Red Ribbon Week with live music by DJ Colton, a trunk or treat, costume contest, and prizes. Meet us at the Tanner's Creek Boat Ramp behind Kroger, Saturday, October 13th from 6 to 9. If you're in grades 6 through 12, come out to the party. If you want to find more about Dearborn County Youth Ambassadors, check us out on Insta and Spotify with the hashtag I Dare You.
0: Turn it up, song. Hey, it's Ron Breal and whether your team wins or loses, I'll have your reason to celebrate every workday morning at 850 up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 993.
1: Welcome back to Mooresville High School where the Central Trojans lead the host pioneers 10 to 7 in a class 4A sectional 23 semifinal. The winner of tonight's game will advance to play Martinsville or South Dearborn in the sectional championship. At last check, Martinsville was leading the Knights 10 to nothing. East Central taking their first lead of the game on a nine-play drive. It went 76 yards. They're going to pooch that kick. And that was fielded right around the 30-yard line. Nobody wants to give
2: those kick returners on either team an opportunity to break one.
1: Brandon Wilson, the backup running backs, was able to come up with the ball for Mooresville. Very fortunate. He did. You, you seemed kind of, <laughs> he wasn't real sure he knew what to do with that ball. Uh, I think he was waiting for it to bounce to see what it was going to do. It uh, had some EC special teamers it looked crashing like, down on him. It looked like he was going, oh, I wish they hadn't kicked it to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe wasn't expecting the pooch because we've seen East Central be pretty uh, good on special teams thus far. They've kicked it off to Johnny Clamp at the first couple times and did a good job uh, clamping down on him, pun intended. I'm not sure that it, I'd want to kick it to them all the time. What's the penalty offside? So they had called an offside on uh, East Central. So yes, they will indeed. Kick it again. That's a, a good. That's a smart move on the coach's part. I'm. I'm wondering if they'll. Would you move... kick it to the Wilson kid again? Yes. See what East Central elects to do here. They're bunched up on the far side of the field, and they'll break apart, just huddling up, run out to their respective spots along the 35-yard line. So we'll have to kick from the 35 here. See what East Central elects to do. Sophie Brown Dyke back to kick. Been featured tonight. 26 yard field goal in the first quarter. A weapon not many teams in the state have. 8.07 left to play here in the first half. East Central leading 10 7. Number five team in the state It's number six, Mooresville. Glad to have you here listening at EagleCountryOnline.com. Clampett will field it at the 15, and Central uh, converges on it and knocks them down short of the 30. So, again, they lost yardage, didn't they? Uh, actually, yeah, I think the, the net's probably somewhere in the five or six-yard range. Yeah. So works out pretty decent. For the Trojans, as Nick Patterson will be back out to lead the Mooresville offense. wonder if they might go back to that opening script they had to begin with. You know what I mean? That worked so well for them. Lost three yards there, Chuck, between the two kicks. Yeah. Starting on their own 28. Patterson in the shotgun. And he looked like he was going to throw. Had Jackson, and then he went to clamp it. Both were running slants. On the same side of the field, and that is going to be incomplete. Good coverage there. 87?
2: Uh, I can't tell. 80, 48, I think. Uh, is that at 48 on the end? I can't tell. He did a nice job putting his, hands, yeah, putting his hands up to
1: 45, I think. And they got brimage, dead to rights in the backfield. Rosemeyer and company come up and stop him near the line of scrimmage. Rosemire's had a really nice game at outside yeah, linebacker. He really, yeah,
2: you're exactly right.
1: Third and long. Third and 10. As maybe Central's figured out this uh, Mooresville offense just a little bit. Maybe. I, I look to see
2: uh, maybe a, a run pass option. Patterson?
1: Thun's going to back off. Look like he was going to come with some heat. They do bring a delayed blitz. Patterson's going to go deep down the left side. And that ball's intercepted. What a play by Jack Rainier as he picks off Nick Patterson near the 35-yard line.
2: That was great defense. Double coverage there. Patterson uh, threw it. He had a lot of confidence in his receiver. um, But uh, there were two East Central guys all
1: over him. I think if you want to look at it from the Mooresville perspective, that's as good as a punt. As I was third and long there, so take a chance down the field. But good double coverage, as you mentioned, Chuck. So East Central will take over their fourth drive on their own 37, leading 10-7 with 7.13 left in the second quarter, a trip to the sectional final. On the line tonight, Josh Ringer, another carry. Fights off a couple tacklers, but not much room there. Got maybe two yards on that first down carry. It has been a nice night for Josh thus far. Got 70 yards and 12 carries. Not a math major, but uh, good yards per carry thus far yeah. for, for Josh. It's better than that three yards, you <laughs> want it. <laughs> Second and eight. Cole Burton gonna come out with the pistol. ringer right behind him, maybe a little offset to the left. They're gonna swing it out to Aston, and that Man. is too tall for Eli. He rushed his pass that time. Yeah, and I think Burton upset with himself there. He kind of swung around a little disgusted with uh, the pass, knew that one could have been a little bit better.
2: That, uh, Mooresville defense, nice job by their corner and strong safety over here coming
1: up. They they had it diagnosed. Now, now they this, have run that play a couple times. Yeah. Watch for that slot receiver leaking up the field a little bit later on. Uh, yep. That would at least be my idea to hit Ryan Brotherton down the seam. Aston's going to be in the slot this time. Burton back to pass. They're setting up a screen to Ringer. And they got a flag on the play as Ringer makes a nice spin move. That's coming back. He's out past the 50, fights off a couple tacklers, and is down to the, close to the 40 yard line, but it looks like it's coming back.
2: Could be an offensive lineman downfield or a hold. But if it's behind the line of scrimmage, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a penalty.
11: Well, they, they picked it up, Chuck
2: yeah, that, Because the pass, the screen pass Behind the line of scrimmage They're allowed to go downfield
1: I was wondering what that was So, big game there Essentially goes for 20 yards And a first down And a third down conversion Great call by the offensive coordinator Trojans got a little something Going here Ball on the Mooresville 41 yard line. Four wide receivers here for Cole Burton. Three to his right. I'll hand it off to Ringer. Runs off between the tackle and guard to the right. Gets a nice gain there. Picked up about eight yards. The Ringer continues to be a strong point of this offense tonight. We didn't know how much we'd see him, how effective he would be, but he's mighty effective. He's running awfully well right now.
2: Can't believe the uh, Mooresville had made some
1: adjustments. Fairly light box, too, and uh, Cole Burton's going to go to the air. He's got a man. Touchdown. Is that Eli? That is Ryan Brotherton coming up with a big touchdown catch, 34 yards. Cole Burton drops a dime, and East Central extends their lead to 16 to 7.
2: What a great pass! What a great route by Brotherton. I couldn't I just saw somebody
1: pass running down that sideline over there. We'll call them the killer bees, Burton and Brotherton. Biggest play of the game thus far, Sophie Brown on for the extra point. Snaps good, holds good, and it's up. And through the middle, Brown Dyke nails another PATE Central, extends their lead to 17-7. 5.38 left in the half. We're back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99-3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
10: And folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks cheaper in Mialand at the Tom TP Outer Center.
4: Proudly broadcasting from the Tom T.P. Auto Center Studios. Thank you for listening to WSCH, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Keebron and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station
12: for 50 years. Eagle Country 99.3. There's never been a better time to get started at Ivy Tech. With our Ivy Plus approach, the cost of tuition has been frozen and all required books will be free for the entire spring 2022 semester. Classes begin January 19th. Apply today. At IVTech.edu. Hey,
6: it's Double T Travis. There, I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. nine
1: three. Central has taken control of this ball game with two consecutive scoring drives, now leading Mooresville seventeen to seven. With 5.38 left in the first half, five plays, 73, 63 yards, excuse me, capped off by a Cole Burton, 34-yard touchdown to Ryan Brotherton. This game has been flipped on its head here in the second quarter. Clamp it. it will field that ball around the 14-yard line and is knocked down at the 25. East Central thinks they have it.
2: No, I don't. I, and no. They're just happy they tackled it. <laughs> that was great coverage. They tried to return that right up the middle to the teeth of the defense and
1: did not work. Mooresville will come out from their own 25. That scoring drive from East Central comes on the heels of a Nick Patterson interception. Drive surveys brought to you by Seag Surveying. You can learn more about their services at SieglandSurveying.com. Stay tuned to our halftime show. We'll take a checkup of the Hagford keys to the game and also give you our Ivy Tech Community College stats report. As Patterson's gonna keep it, nothing there. Got maybe a yard. Speaking of Ivy Tech, join me tomorrow morning, seven to nine live broadcast from the Monster Mash Dash 5K run and walk at Ivy Tech Community College in downtown Lawrenceburg. We'll have some great prizes and Eagle Country 99.3 swag to give away. And who knows, I might even be half awake at seven a.m. Not me. <laughs> I
2: might, <laughs> I might go to sleep in your car early on.
1: 5.05 left to go here in the first half. Patterson to the air, looking for Jackson on a slant, and Hogue is there to knock it to the ground. Good one-on-one coverage on the outside.
2: That time it didn't look like Patterson had a good grip on the ball.
1: I'll tell you what here, uh, Chuck, Logan Jackson, the leading receiver for Mooresville, 867 yards, 13 touchdowns coming in tonight. Zero catches thus far?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, don't.
1: Jinx the boys now. Not trying to jinx anybody, just saying they've done a great job. Oh, nice job. Nice job. And Uh, Patterson. They got a flag out here. flushed out of the pocket. Maybe holding on the – on EC. Suns had the – Down here. Quarterback hurry.
2: Might be a holding down here at this side.
1: No, East Central's defense is still out there. If it was against the offense, they'd be declining it and going to fourth down, so – Yeah, it looks like uh, another defensive penalty. We do have a hold on the defense. That'd be enough for a first down or not? I don't believe. Well, they are moving the chains. Ten-yarder. So, good observation there, Chuck. Ten-yard penalty going to give Mooresville a first down and then Playoff game, you'll take first downs any way you can get them.
2: Yep, that's the second one they've got by way of penalty.
1: Under five to play, Patterson ties his left sneaker, cleat, I guess is the correct terminology. Patterson back to throw. They're looking, ah, uh, they a, tried to run a screen, and they, uh, the whole right side of the line of the Trojan defense looked like they had it uh, diagnosed. He just threw it down at the feet. Yeah, Sean barely, barely was right there. And um, Patterson did a good job of just eating that play.
2: Yeah, well, he threw it down smart. Uh, he's a, become a veteran from last year.
1: I like the way he plays. He's yeah. a, Just a junior. Um, likely see him again next year at some point. But still a little over two quarters to play here tonight as East Central has Options. a 10-point lead. They're going to run an option, and Clampett's going to throw it. Was looking for Reeves, and East Central sniffed it out as Rainier – and Eason was back there to showed, defend that pass. Showed great uh,
2: great discipline by the corner and the, the safety over here.
1: Lucky I mean, that ball wasn't picked off. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Five wide receivers, empty backfield for Patterson. Gone. He's going to go to the sideline, and he finds Reeves. And He's going to pick up about 14 yards and a first down. Nice pass there from Patterson. Had all day to throw that one and made him pay. Nice pass, nice catch. And Reeves, one of his taller wide receivers as well, 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, going to try to go quick here. They'll hand it off to Brimage. who cuts back and is able to get two.
2: 21 yards on eight carries, so far Brimage.
1: Nice surge there from the Trojans' defense. Ryan Brevard right there in the middle. Sons and Coon coming up to help with that tackle. Second and eight, just past midfield. Patterson's going to roll to his right and looking for Jackson, and it falls to the feet. Pretty the well covered, leading receiver. Nice job,
2: boy. Rose, uh, he's doing it. Rose is doing a great job over here. He just refused to let him get the corner, force the pass, and the defenders. Uh, in the
1: secondary, we're all over the receivers, so no place to go. Smart play by seen how Rosemeyer makes some plays towards the line of scrimmage. He's also been in coverage. Definitely uh, trending towards maybe getting an award uh, at the end of the game, courtesy of his hometown radio station. Patterson back to throw. Delayed blitz again. They flush Patterson. He's going to run and he is drugged down. Uh, another great tackle by Sean Bailey. Early, excuse me. Fourth down to go. Under four to play here in the first half. Mooresville trailing by ten points. And East Central got a chance to get the ball back, try to get more points before getting the ball back out of half. Patterson back to throw. Another delayed blitz. They were looking for Brimage over the middle, and that is going to be another defensive penalty. That is going to be called. Is that thirty-six? Uh, Dylan Maxwell looks like boy. I tell you that that I think that was a good call. Then we got there just a little early as they were looking for Brimage coming out of the backfield. It's going to be a defensive pass interference. Should be a first down, they're now moving the chains. It's a big drive for both teams. As I mentioned, Chuck, sixty yards and penalties, that is the fourth penalty first down
2: for Mooresville.
1: Central will receive the opening kick in the second half, so a uh, huge possession here. Mooresville designed to run, run.
11: and he's going to fight
1: forward about six yards. This has been the second most lengthy drive for Mooresville. They are in 12 plays on their opening drive. Remember, they were stopped short on the goal line. About to run their 12th play of this drive. As we are under three minutes to go in the first half, you're just joining us. East Central leading Mooresville 17-7. to it in motion. They give it to Brimage. It fires forward for a first down and more.
2: Six Six yards. Six yards, Chuck. First down.
1: Anderson in the shotgun three wide receivers two to his right looking to the corner of the end zone for jackson and he tries to make a one-hand catch with Hogue all over him
2: little uh fade route down the sideline to his favorite receiver i couldn't see it but
1: pretty good coverage
2: yeah okay I'm in a position where I can't see about half the field,
1: mostly.
11: Second
1: and 10 upcoming from the 18-yard line. Central doing a good job against a very dynamic quarterback. Clamp it in motion. Quarterback. Patterson keeps, it, keeps those legs churning. Was able to get about five yards will bring up a third and manageable as we near two minutes to play in the first half. Third and six upcoming from the East Central 13-yard line. Two minutes to play. Patterson in the shotgun. Brimage to his left. Looking for another design QB run, and East Central snuffs it out. Murley and company bring them down. Connor Coon in
11: there.
1: Uh, so, fourth down upcoming. They're going to kick the field goal. Mooresville is going to take a timeout to. Actually, Central takes the timeout. As, uh, maybe they're just trying to preserve some time. Probably saying don't hold the receiver. And then Puddle. Uh.
2: Almost three times.
1: We will keep it right here. Timeouts are presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Find them in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Learn more at beaconortho.com as mentioned. So take a checkup of our Hagford keys to the game at halftime and also take a peek at our Ivy Tech Community College Stats Report. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. And we might even uh, mention a couple names that are in line potentially be our star of the game this evening that is presented by gary trable your local sales expert at hurlinger chevrolet in west harrison had a steady rain coming down this whole first half continues to rain here at mooresville we're expecting that in the second half as well mooresville is going to come back out with their offense looking to convert a fourth and eight both teams at times have been bailed out by defensive penalties See if they try to draw them off sides. Another timeout by East Central. Step away for a quick 30-second break back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
3: As the end of the year approaches, Hag Ford is looking to put you into the vehicle of your dreams. Right now, we have a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Come in and talk to our knowledgeable sales staff about pre-ordering a 2022 Bronco, Maverick, or F-Series. With inventory down, your trading is worth top dollar. Check out all our inventory at HagfordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference.
6: Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: five left to play in the first half. East Central 17, Mooresville 7. But the Pioneers driving here. A big fourth down upcoming from the 15-yard line. Mooresville 8 yards to gain for the first down. A lot of close games in high school football this evening. we will run down some of the uh, other local scores of note at halftime, including scores from Lawrenceburg, South Dearborn, and Milan, and Batesville for that matter.
2: The Whiteouts are going to have one-on-one coverage.
1: They got Reeves here on the uh, yeah on the near side. Yep, we're going against Jack Ranier. He already has an interception tonight. They do have Hogan Denny in there. Who uh, they tried to draw him offside. Yep, didn't happen. Play clock down to ten. They looked over to the sideline. I guess they get the call now. I don't think they're going to run a play here. I thought
2: they might want to want a field goal. They got a kicker who can do. They don't. They have not been able to move the ball well. Had had it not been for three uh, pass interference, they would have given up the ball a long time ago. So,
1: yeah, Central's done a a remarkable job thus far in the first half, holding down this Mooresville's offense. Again, uh, fifth in the state in scoring, forty-eight point two points per game.
2: They are really, really good offensively. I don't know if this uh, the moisture is, is hurting them, or I'm certain the defense hurts them because they're they, East Central playing pretty, pretty well defensively. I
1: don't, I don't think the rain is necessarily hurting too bad. They're still sticking to their guns and passing the ball a bunch, and Patterson looks pretty comfortable doing it. But East Central has been able to flush him out of the pocket and make him uh, move his feet back there, which is what Coach Miners wanted. I don't know who the, uh, you know, I, I know who it is, but. Uh, I,
2: Defensive coordinator doing a great job. I mean, every time they run a screen, every time they run a rollout, it's like they've been waiting for it. I don't know if they're, they're, uh, sometimes the uh, players will give away a play, you know, just by they stance or so where they put their finger or whatever. Is.
1: So the ball is marked on the, uh, see. the hold's going to be from about the 22. So we're looking at a 32 yard field goal. I wonder if they fake this. Now, they're moving around a lot, Mooresville, and uh, Central's moving around, um, just kind of following them. It's kind of interesting before the uh, snap. Snap is good. The hold's good, and the field goal is good as well. A 32-yarder, it looked like. It didn't look real good, but it went through. So, Mooresville gets points on that drive and have cut into this East Central lead, which is now 17-10 to with 141 left in the first half. We're going to keep it right here. That was an impressive drive from Mooresville. 15 plays, 75 yards, aided by a defensive holding and a defensive pass interference, but able to get points on that drive, and now East Central will come back out. Watch for an onside kick. With 1.41 left, East Central does have two timeouts. They will receive the ball coming out of halftime. So um, maybe a big reason why East Central took a timeout on the defensive side that last drive to preserve some time to see if they can't get some more points before they head to the locker room for halftime.
2: Possibly. They may may be a little cautious. They don't want to give up the lead. That would be a real moment. That, That could have been a... A big momentum for them to score, that touchdown, stopping them for a field goal is excellent if you're a East Central fan.
1: Well, you're East Central, see if you can pop a run, spend the first couple plays of the drive, and then you may get a little bit more aggressive. But they certainly don't have to be as, uh, again, Mooresville bunches up, fakes what would be maybe an onside kick and then goes into a traditional lineup. Kenny Curry will be the kicker. And they are going to kick it right in the middle of the field. Sam Ringer is going to have to field it at the two yard line. Let's see if he's got something special again this week. He breaks it. Oh, man. down at the 30 yard line. Wow. Sam Ringer.
11: <laughs>
1: almost uh that was lightning close. almost struck twice for Sam. Was there a flag on the play? For uh, the other, uh, I think there is a little laundry on the field. I thought I saw something, that you never on
2: the kicking team, so. <laughs> right? I don't know blocking in the back.
1: So some of that excitement negated
11: <laughs>
1: by the penalty. So it's going to be a hold. Ten yarder. Uh, it's real interesting. They kicked from the right hash to the opposite side of the field. And Aston and Ringer weren't really sure who should field the ball, so they let it fall to the turf. Ringer picks it up, was able to run it out to the 30, but they'll start this drive now on their own 18 after the holding penalty. And I think you'll just see Central hand the ball off to Josh Ringer and see if he can break one. Good shoestring tackle there. Ends up about five. Ringer able to get some positive yards. Getting three officially. Oh, I thought he was one now. Nearing one minute to play here in the first half. Trying to milk the clock a little now, bit. East Central likely going to be content to go to the locker room with a seven-point lead. Now, this year, uh, well, so far winning the second quarter, there was uh, kind of a devastating... Uh-oh. Bumble. Ringer able to fall on it. And they'll lose a good four yards on that poor exchange. I guess that's what you could uh, sum it up to.
2: I don't know what that was. It wasn't good, though.
1: So Mooresville's going to take a timeout now.
2: That will be a dangerous situation because Mooresville's got a quarterback and throw it about a mile, so...
1: A big third and nine upcoming here. East Central again just trying to get into the locker room with this lead last year in this game in the semifinals. I mentioned Mooresville outscored East Central nineteen to seven in that second quarter, and that was really the difference in the game. Yep. Now this this year, East Central has kind of flipped the script there and as it currently stands will win the second quarter, whether they end up winning the game or not. It remains to be seen, but Again, they've kind of uh, written one wrong from last year's game and should be feeling pretty good about themselves getting close to halftime. Uh, too many penalties and um,
2: those two fumbles. Even if this, you know, I mean, they didn't lose it, but it cost them dearly. Yep. And the first one cost them three points. So, yeah,
1: I think four, uh, end up cat, Yeah, it cost yeah, seven. Well, that was the fumble after. Both teams have scored off a turnover here yeah. tonight.
11: Third
1: and nine. From their own 17-yard line, Burton will have Ringer to his right. Got three wide receivers lined up on that right side as well. They run a counter play, and that is snuffed out. Good job by Kellen Copeland, one of the inside linebackers for Mooresville. That is uh, looking to be a three and out. Mooresville was able to stop the clock one more time, with 39.3 left on the scoreboard. Timeouts again presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, located in Lawrenceburg, based on Green Township. Learn more about their services at beaconortho.com. Is this the first punt of the night? I don't remember. The first nothing. punt for East Central. Okay. Mooresville punted on their third possession. Oh, that's right. Okay. After that big sack.
2: Okay,
1: be honor Coon.
2: Be careful on the snap, long snaps. You know, a little wet out there. Bad things could happen, but I'm not forecasting
1: that. I'm just saying. And uh, you got to watch out for the dangerous return men of Mooresville as well. They might want to punt this out of bounds as far as they can get. And yeah, you don't have to worry about a uh, legal procedure or anything like that. So. You know, once it hurt to, to kick it towards the sideline, you just definitely want to get it down the field, too.
2: Um, okay, they're going to shift into this try to draw an, uh,
1: five or a 5 yard penalty. Yeah, because they now have wheat in there. They're going to. And they'll back off Sam Ringer. Ringer. The punter. If Mooresville brings some heat here, they come off the edge. Sam gets it away. Good punt. Rimmage lets it bounce. It takes an east-central roll and is back all the way down to the 25. What a great punt by Sam Ringer, and he had to get that away quick. And uh, maybe put a note next to that punt because that was important. That's that very important. Well, let's see what happens here. There's 27
2: seconds. That's a that's a long time, especially the way they've been calling pass
1: interference. True. I don't believe Mooresville has any more timeouts left. 55 yard putt. That's pretty good. But a big arm Patterson has, so don't count out this Mooresville's offense. Uh, 27.7 seconds left and the half.
2: Three man rush.
1: They're going to bring a delayed blitz with a linebacker up the middle. They flush Patterson. Out of the pocket, he's able to get some positive yards and steps out of bounds. Well, thought he got the 30, but he was out short of that. Only good. got about two yards. That was good coverage. And that burnt about six seconds off the clock. East Central just trying to hold on to this seven-point lead heading into the half. Screen pass. Four wide receivers. Patterson, back to throw. He's in the pocket, steps up. Nothing there. Dumps it off to Clampett, and a late flag comes in. as Clampett's out at the 35-yard line, just about a yard short of the first down. Did get out of bounds to stop the clock. We'll see what the flag was. Might have been in the area of holding, Chuck. (laughs) Ineligible downfield is what we're hearing. (laughs)
2: there's one guy out here yelling i don't think he's ever been to
1: a football game (laughs) (laughs) kind of amusing so how to move mooresville back 13 seconds left in the first half steady rain continues to fall on turf field here at mooresville if you've never been so playing conditions are
2: the footing's not pretty good that's not a question nobody's slipped nobody's they need to blitz this
1: guy right now. They've been bringing a delayed blitz for a majority of this first half, and it's um, done a good job of getting Patterson to move around in the pocket make him uncomfortable. As they'll just hand it off to Grimmage. And uh, he cut back inside, and while well, that cut is going to...
2: They'll move the chains. They're going to move the
1: chains, but the clock's going to start running here momentarily. A big gainer there and a first down. And Mooresville's going to clock it, so... Smart play there from Patterson, who uh, I presume can throw the ball 55 yards and hit it into the end zone. He's strong, yeah. They can now if he has time to actually plant, load, and launch. That'll be the big key on this perhaps final play of the game. Now they now they give him the uh, 4.9 official clocking. Okay, so 4.9 left. In the half, Mooresville going to be looking for the Hail Mary, we would think. New Central's defensive backs are already starting to back themselves up. They will all be around the uh, 30, 35-yard line. Going deep. And they go across the middle. They're going to run the hook and ladder. And another lateral to Brimage. But East Central, plenty of uh, defenders there in a fumble. Going to go down as a turnover. EC will pick it up, but it is inconsequential as the game will go to halftime. East Central leading at 17-10 in an entertaining sectional semifinal class 4A, sectional 23. Good question. We'll get to that on the break. We'll be back with the uh, Whitewater Motor Company in Milan halftime show. It's High School Football in Eagle Country 99.3 and com.
13: Uh, a
5: timely a- word with Pastor David Vaughn.
1: I heard
13: about a man that phoned the church office and said, hey, I want to speak to the head hog at the trough. The receptionist said, you know, we don't really refer to our minister with those words. We kind of show more respect. Well, the man said, I'm just calling because I want to give $10,000 to the church. The receptionist said, wait just a minute. The big pig just walked in. Well, preachers, in times like this are always looking for ways to help fund and fuel kingdom work. No subject probably elicits a greater response than when the church asks for money. But at Whitewater we try to talk about how God wants something for you, not from you. And that's what ministry and stewardship and money is all about. So whether I'm the big pig or not, we're glad you're listening in and may you have a great week being a giver as well as a receiver. This is David Vaughn with another timely
5: Brought to you daily by Crimer's Beer House and Whitewater Crossing Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out: WhitewaterCrossing.org. I like the transferability, the affordability, and the accessibility of the campus. The affordability of Ivy Tech makes it to where I won't have any debt getting my degree, so that's helpful for me paying for my own classes. I'm Claire, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg.
14: Did you know that DeVille Pharmacies has a certified mastectomy fitter on staff? Are you or someone you know in need of mastectomy products? If you need a first-time fitting or just want the convenience of a local provider for all your mastectomy needs, you can count on the caring staff at DeVille Pharmacies. You will feel at ease with a professional fitter that understands your concerns as well as all your needs. Give DeVille Pharmacies a call at 812-432-5684 to schedule an appointment today. DeVille Pharmacies, your family's hometown pharmacy. Wardway Fuels has been dedicated to your warmth
15: and comfort for 40 years. They are your heating oil and propane specialists, providing safe and dependable service for your home, farm and business. They make it easy with auto delivery and budget billing. Their experienced team is here ready to assist you with your heating oil and propane needs. Experts on grills, pools, gas, fireplaces and propane. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with the sign that's easy to find. Wardway.com Got
0: enough fiber in your diet? High speed internet service now available in the Lawrenceburg area. Residential or commercial compare and save. Call 812-532-3525 today to set your installation appointment for Lawrenceburg High-Speed Fiber Internet Service. Installation fees now waived for a limited time. Questions about high-speed internet service? Visit thinklawrenceburg.com to find out more. Or call 812-532-3525 and get high-speed answers.
6: Brought to you by the City of Lawrenceburg. Is your child or one you know uninsured, underinsured, or on Medicaid? At the Dearborn County Health Department, child immunization clinics are held weekly by appointment. A $3 donation is appreciated but not required. For more information on available immunizations and clinic hours, visit DearbornCounty.org and click on the Health tab or call 812-537-8843. That's 812-537-8843. Get vaccinated,
5: Dearborn County.
6: A new day in Eagle Country. Hey,
0: it's Ron Bria. Let's get up real early together. Workday morning starting at 5 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: It was the Whitewater Motor Company and Mylon Halftime still. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business at halftime, East Central 17, Mooresville 10. A uh, very entertaining first half between these two teams, Chuck. Uh, this is what we expected a, a very close ball game. Yeah, it's been
2: something, I'm telling you. I, and I, unexpected. I thought this uh, would be a scoring fest, and I really thought Mooresville uh, would be on top. Uh, but East Central's outplayed them. I mean, you take away those pass interference calls, whether they were good or not, I, I think most of them were. I'll be, I mean, I think that's true. Uh, they're not. I mean, they, they've held to one of the highest scoring teams in the state, seven points. Instead, of they got ten, which is – we'll see if that lasts.
1: It's been a very great half for the EC defense. Uh, let's take a checkup of our Hagford keys to the game.
2: We said from an East Central point of view, you had to, that you really had to stop the quarterback. He's a run-pass threat, um, uh, and getting 300 yards of offense uh, on his own through passing and running, they've done a fantastic job on a very good quarterback. We said E C had to run the ball, slow the game down a little bit that's exactly what's transpired here in this first half. I got one right for a change.
1: (laughs) Very good, Chuck. Uh, We'll see if East Central can continue to check off those boxes in the second half. The uh, keys to the game presented by Hag Ford. Stop by the dealership on US50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand new Ford today. HagFordSales.com. How about a checkup of our Ivy Tech Community College stats report?
2: All right. I got the East Central. We'll have to go back and uh, so I can get that because I don't have it. Um, EC has 21 rushes for 104 yards. Five for seven, uh, in passing for 65 yards. Leading the way has been Josh Ringer. He's got 83 yards on 15 carries. Uh, in the reception, we, uh, Glenn the big 34 yard touchdown pass. Um, Jake Rainier has one for 20. Uh, Eli has two for nine yards. And that's E.C. And, uh, I can do this on the run if you'd like. Um, 68 yards and, uh, excuse me. 70 yards in rushing for, for Mooresville. And this is an amazing stat to me. Um, that's 15, 25, 35, 47, 50, 50, 60, 72, 82, a mere 86 yards uh, in passing. 15 passes and... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven receptions for 86 yards. That is a remarkable job. Now, I know it's raining, uh, but the secondary, that's in uh, the many years that I've, I'm old, right? You know? the, I didn't say in, it. Yes. In the many years I've been out there watching games, that's the best secondary uh, I've seen in, in a half. Now, if they continue to do this, they may very well walk away with a win.
1: And I know, I know the uh, rain's playing a factor in this game tonight, but don't take away uh, anything from that The secondary line. Yeah. You just mentioned how good they've been playing. Nick Patterson completes 72% of his passes. They're holding him closer to 50 right now. That's a pretty remarkable job.
2: Yeah, yeah. he's uh, and he is really good. Now, you just sit on your edge of your seat waiting for something to happen. Uh, I've been surprised that they've been able to stop his running ability. Uh, it, there's been times where he looks like he's ready, and they close it down. I mean, you know, the, the, the angle pursuit uh, that the defense has for central right now is excellent excellent um and everything's going well for the trojans but we'll see what happens here in the second half i'm uh you know who i'm for. I'm not biased at all <laughs> I'm, I'm you know i keep texting my kid uh, scores you know he goes yay see you know so yeah i i'd like to see him win um uh, there's two good teams out there. You know, and you've been around sports long enough, I know it can go either way right now.
1: Absolutely. Uh, just a one score game, but uh, thanks for the Ivy Tech Community College Stats Report. Campus is conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville, ivtech.edu. As mentioned earlier, Ivy Tech Community College is going to be hosting a. Um 5K run and walk tomorrow. You're encouraged to wear your uh, best Halloween costume. It'll start at 8.30 um, right there at the Riverfront Campus in downtown Lawrenceburg. I will be there from 7 to 9 because I don't sleep, and uh, <laughs> we will have a live broadcast for you and um, well, have some great prizes in Eagle Country 99.3 swag to give away as well. Um, is there a particular player or two that has stood out to you here in this first half that – um could put their name in the hat for uh, the star of the game man
2: there's a bunch of them I and mean, let's look, look of course josh coming off an injury running like a deer like we, we're used to seeing right uh the, the secondary they've done an excellent job taking away those penalties they, they've done an excellent job offensive line defensive line i mean they put pressure on uh on uh, patterson and, and stopped rumridge uh, only 37 yards on 10 carries that's, pr- that's a pretty outstanding job uh Gosh, who do you think? I mean, the list can go on and on.
1: I like um, what Ringer has done thus far on the offensive side of the ball. We've mentioned Rosemeyer's name a ton on the uh, defensive side. Uh, But, yes, there are plenty of uh, individuals that are uh, still lurking there for the star of the game, and that's why we have another half to decide who that will be. Tonight's star of the game will be presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. We'll also name a player who fueled their team, which is presented by Wardway Fuels, your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit Wardway dot com. Uh, not a bad time of the year to visit wardway.com. dot com. Chuck, I'll give you
2: another guy. Two plays uh, besides his defenses effort. Um, uh, uh, Sam Ringer, mm-hmm. he gets one way deep in his end, uh, right on the one yard line, picks it up, brings it out to the thirty thirty five yard line, gets him out of trouble right there. Uh, and what was it? It was nice some, punt, fifty five yards. Yeah. And Under pressure, they were, they've done their homework. They were bringing him in on his right foot side, and he runs that soccer punt, mm-hmm. and he kicked that, uh, 50 plus yards, uh, outstanding on, job on him. That, that, this team is a team. You know what I mean? It, it just depends on him.
1: Rondike, uh, his field goal, to I mean, you know, the list goes on and on. Let's get to uh, some other area scores. We do have a uh, scoreboard update from the Lawrenceburg-Greensburg game. Tigers increasing their lead to 15-7 to uh, with 3.34 left in the fourth quarter. Now, um, when Lawrenceburg has played Greensburg in years past, they have almost always played close games. Though they didn't get to play in the regular season uh, due to a COVID situation earlier at Greensburg. Uh, the Pirates holding their own with the Tigers uh, in Greensburg tonight. There were several years where it was Greensburg back and
2: forth right to the end. I mean, I, I, that went on for four or five years. No matter who had the better team, it was close. The last few years um, was, was Franklin County in Lawrenceburg. They always battled it out. But the last, what, two years, three years, it has been a bunch of a contest.
1: I also want to thank my buddy Jared Edwards for uh, tweeting out these scores from the Lawrenceburg game, a former Lawrenceburg great in his own right and was on that team that I love to bring up that uh, back in the day uh, had that incredible comeback against Brownstown Central, the uh, miracle on Elm Street, or as they like to call it, the nightmare on Elm Street because the folks in Brownstown uh, have a hard time forgetting about that one, and uh, particularly because I keep bringing it up. Uh, Some of the other (laughs) scores in the area last Last check, um, South Dearborn trailing Martinsville twenty-four to nothing at halftime. So um, as it stands right now, East Central would play Martinsville in St. Leon uh, next weekend. Uh, looks like North Decatur is on their way to a, a third consecutive uh, sectional championship game, uh, leading Milan twenty-six to twelve. Still some time left in that particular ball game, and um, Batesville was holding up with Brownstown Central last check. I believe it was fourteen to six. Uh, the Braves had the lead in that game.
2: Yeah, that's a, uh, a question um, of Brownstown. Usually I the coach down there does a great, great job. But if you've looked at the scores this year, they've been very close. Usually when they get a good team, they're blowing people out down in that conference, those teams. This year they've been very, very close, and it's not a strong conference at all. So you wonder.
1: Do do you also wonder that um, these games are maybe a little closer the Brownstown Batesville and Lawrenceburg Greensburg because they're playing on natural grass tonight? Uh
2: absolutely could make a difference and the fact that they might be looking at each other, you know, overlooking the teams they're playing Sure. Uh evident- obviously Lawrenceburg's not playing up to their their, their standards, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh Brownstown probably not too. But, you know, you, you you don't not supposed to overlook teams, but it you can't Getting the kids by, you know. Uh,
1: For uh, Batesville, might be their uh, final game on that uh, natural grass as uh, they are in for some big-time improvements, including a turf field. Uh, Construction will start at the end of the uh, football season, which if Brownstown Central has anything to say about it, uh, will be on Monday. But um, that game's still very, very close, and we'll continue to track those scores as the uh, night rolls on. Just a couple minutes away from resuming this great matchup here at Mooresville High School. Again, uh, the pioneers number six in Class 4A East Central number five. Uh, perhaps the biggest matchup in the entire state this evening, and the Trojans leading thus far seventeen to ten. We will step aside for another break. When we come back, we'll get you set for second half action. You're listening to high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Your
15: family's home.
14: Are you over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answered yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacist about how to get your vaccine today. DeVille Pharmacies, Dillsborough and Rising Sun, your family's hometown pharmacy. Your family's
15: hometown.
3: As the end of the year approaches, Hagford is looking to put you into the vehicle of your dreams. Right now, we have a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Come in and talk to our knowledgeable sales staff about pre-ordering a 2022 Bronco, Maverick, or F-Series. With inventory down, your trading is worth top dollar. Check out all our inventory at HagfordSales.com. Hagford, we are the difference.
4: And folks, it's just that simple. Cars and trucks, cheaper in Milan at the Tom TP Outer Center. Proudly you e. H, Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Greendale, Harrison, Keebron and Hidden Valley. Your hometown radio station for 50 years. Eagle Country 993. A
5: timely word with Pastor David Vaughn.
13: I heard about an older preacher whose wife had died some years ago and was fishing one day, and a frog began to speak to him. The frog said that a wicked witch had cast a spell on her, and she was really a beautiful princess. If you'll kill I'll return back to being that beautiful princess and I will marry you. The old preacher was silent for a while and the frog spoke again. Did you hear what I just said? I'll be your wife. I'll love you forever. After a few more moments of awkward silence, the old preacher told the frog, That's all right. I believe I'd rather just have a talking frog. You know, uh, as you get older, different qualities appeal to you uh, as you mature. And boy, that same thing is true in Jesus Christ. As we mature as his follower, we pay attention to different things. Love to see you and talk more about this at Whitewater Crossing Christian Church.
5: A timely word with Whitewater Crossing Christian Church, providing help and hope on Route 128 in Cleves since 2007. Join us for a service sometime soon. Check us out, whitewatercrossing.org.
12: Hi, Arissa Riley here with Dearborn County Youth Ambassadors. I want to invite you to our second annual Halloween Party. We're celebrating the end of Red Ribbon Week with live music by DJ Colton, a trunk or treat, costume contest, and prizes. Meet us at the Tanner's Creek Boat Ramp behind Kroger, Saturday, October 13th from 6 to 9. If you're in grades 6 through 12, come out to the party. If you want to find more about Dearborn County Youth Ambassadors, check us out on Insta and Spotify with the hashtag I Dare You. There's never been a better time to get started at Ivy Tech. With our Ivy Plus approach, the cost of tuition has been frozen and all required books will be free for the entire spring 2022 semester. Classes begin January 19th. Apply today at ivytech.edu.
10: Hey, it's Jeremy from Eagle Country 99.3. Who are you working with? If you're not working and hanging out with me, I'm highly offended. Working with you 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: Is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. Whitewater Motor Company, the most trusted name in the car business, just uh, about 90 seconds away from second half action, East Central 17, Mooresville 10. Chuck, you got some uh, good tidbits for us over there? Yeah, I taught
2: a little history in my life. I'm kind of always (laughs) interested. Do you realize uh, the designer of the Indiana state flag is from Mooresville? And the first female ever to be elected to the Indiana General Assembly is from here. And then you have a uh, an older uh old old who is a major leaguer pitcher and is in the hall of fame and the most famous person that i know um a uh, uh is john billinger yep john Dillinger, uh, uh my cousin uh no uh i remember going to his funeral uh it was amazing oh.
1: <laughs> i will go back to the uh, state flag the maker yep. that's uh probably why they have the uh, state flag per se, uh, uh, midfield here at Mooresville High School. That's a pretty big honor. Yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. The state of Indiana, but looks like the flag, so that's uh, pretty neat. This is an awesome
2: field. The only guy I know that could design it better would be Jay Malott. Jay Malott, back home, he designs everything and finds fault. And everybody
1: else. <laughs> Is that true, Jay? Well, love it. That's a uh, that's a great tagline, I believe. So uh, we're getting set for second half action. All here. right. Uh, what a great game we've had thus far, and uh, I'm sure the uh, kids down on the field are having a lot of fun. It's always fun playing in the rain, right, Chuck?
2: No, I no? never. Oh, okay.
1: I mean, I, that, yeah, people <laughs> like playing in the rain
2: and the mud. and I never cared for it. Some, a lot of people do. I'm not one of them.
1: Well, I had to be down in the rain uh, before the game to interview Coach Miners, and it was hard to find him because everyone was all bundled up in their rain gear. Uh, he's usually pretty easy to find out there on the field before the games, but I did uh, track him down and always have a uh, nice chat with uh, Coach Miners, uh, very candid about his team. and uh, but, uh He's done a really great job with this program since taking over a, a handful of years ago. Looking for his first big win over Mooresville tonight. And hooch uh, we'll see what the Trojans do with their opening possession as Ryan Brotherton has a little trouble with the handled it yes, he returning did. the kick but is able to fall on it and East Central will start this drive right around the 26 yard line
2: there was some uh, that was a kind of a low lining
1: kind of uh, so he could have uh, had he handled that he could have picked up a few yards there coming out on offense for the Trojans. We'll have uh, Cole Burton there at quarterback. Josh Ringer's had a nice night. Grant Ernst at fullback. using Aston and Brotherton, the wide receivers. They rung them up.
2: Said start the clock. Clock, the game clock has started 16 seconds. They better get going.
1: Casey McQueen, Noah Snyder, Luke Vogelsang, Noah Hauser, Lucas Adams across the front line for the Trojans. They'll go heavy here with a couple tight ends. Hand it off to Ringer who fights for a couple yards on first down. That Mooresville defense, an odd front with Hunter Bennett, Devin Davis, Gavin Tuell, Aiden Holtzclaw, over 100 tackles this year.
2: He's very active in there at that linebacker. I've noticed already that the linebackers are much tighter than they were in that first half.
1: Luke Bullock, Kellen Copeland, Hogan Denny. You've got Brad Hess, Julian Thompson, Johnny Clampett, Jackson Nielsen in the secondary.
2: We've got an unbalanced line left.
1: Going to hand it off to Ringer again. Nothing. Who is wrapped up. That is Copeland coming up from his middle linebacker spot. Ringer might have got one yard, maybe two. Going to set up a third and long as Mooresville's defensive players try to pump up the home crowd, making some noise. Trying to get off the field early in the second half.
2: They really clogged up the uh, gaps on
1: that first. And E.C. was not able to move people off the ball. We haven't seen East Central uh, run so much to the edge tonight. Everything's been between the tackles. Burton going to roll out to his right. Good coverage down the field. Might have got a horse collar there, and there's the flag. Boy, that I tell you what, both teams are just killing themselves. So Mooresville was just a couple of seconds away from getting off the field with a three and out to start the second half. Instead, that is going to be a horse collar. That's that's
2: four for Gillen. He's trying to intimidate the official. I know he knows that's a horse collar. Of course, he he, uh, Coach Gillen, he likes to
1: gripe. That's Mike Gillen. Fifth season here at Mooresville. He's 349 and 135 for his 43-year career, uh, among the top three in the state in wins. He's a winning. He's a winning coach, and he's to really turn this program
16: around.
1: You know? And uh, there's nothing he can say or do to take back that penalty, as East Central yeah. will advance the ball with another first down. Again, you'll take those any way you can get them here.
2: Well, oh, it's so obvious. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to. Intimidate the official get what he oh, wants.
1: Oh, it's a 43-yard line. They'll hand it to Ernst, who is the fullback in that wing formation. And he gets about four yards. Ernst, big old fullback.
11: Isn't
1: he's a old-school type player. Uh, you don't see the fullback used a whole lot uh, anymore, even in high school football, but East Central has one, and he's a good one.
2: Yep, big, he's strong. They use him. They, they're going back that uh, they got out of it.
1: Go back to the wing here. Ringer and Brotherton will be the wing. Ringer's going to get the pitch to his right. Looks like he... And he is close to first down. They'll mark him a yard short. So he gets six yards. Good positive game. Keeping East Central on schedule. You hear that term a lot in today's football world. Third and one. Have moved into Mooresville territory. Steady rain continues to fall. Quarterback sneak, or are they going to give it to Ernst? In formation again. Burton will be under center. Quarterback sneak. And Ernst will just uh, kind of push the God, pile look forward. They're just still going. They'll keep it moving. Still haven't blown it Golly. This is reminiscent that's, of Ringers. That's, that's a kickoff 10-yard yard touchdown. Game.
2: And, yes. Jeez, old feet. Yeah.
1: Keeping those legs churning. Those are the plays that are just going to make your coaching staff smile when they look at the film. (laughs) It depends on which coaching staff. (laughs) Well, East Central. (laughs) They'll be happy. They're going to love seeing their offensive line do that. That was strong. Ball down to the Mooresville 36, first and 10, under nine to play here in the third quarter. East Central with a seven-point lead. They're going to run a reverse to Ringer, and he's got room to run. He's got one man to beat. Down to the 10-yard line. Drugged down by Clampett. That was
2: like a reverse, a a handoff, and then like a pitch and started out left and then ended up going right. That was quite a little play there. 26 yards. Kind of daring with a wet ball, but
1: it worked. Who was that running the ball? Ringer. Ringer. Brotherton received it first, and then he pitched it back to Ringer on the misdirection. Good ball handling skills there, as you mentioned, Chuck. Goes over the century, Mark, for Ringer. First and 10 from the 12 yard line. They'll stay in this wing formation. And this time they will run a sweep to Brotherton and he's going to outrun everybody and end for a score. 12 yard touchdown as East Central takes a two possession lead. Untouched. Ryan Brotherton is second touchdown of the night. I didn't even know who had the ball. <laughs> East Central. Ends their lead 23 to 10. Brown Dyke on for the extra point. Snaps good, holds good, kick up and good. Brown Dyke perfect tonight. And East Central leads it 24 to 10 with 8.22 left to go in the third quarter. Short break here. We're back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99 3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
5: Hi, this is Kayla with Stacey Heating and Air Solutions. How can I help you? Wait, am I on the phone? I thought this was a
0: radio commercial.
5: This is a radio commercial. But when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, not only will I answer the phone, I'll also guide you through all of your TempStar HVAC needs from start to finish. Whether it's a new TempStar unit or a simple repair, when you call Stacey Heating and Air Solutions, expect outstanding service with TempStar quality you can feel.
6: 513-367-HEAT. That's 367-HEAT. Or at 367heat.com. Hey, it's number- T. Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: Welcome back to Mooresville High School. East Central feeling good. 14-point lead, 24-10 on the 12-yard TD run from Ryan Brotherton. Eight plays on that drive, Chuck. All runs, starting on their own 26, going the length of the field, aided by a horse collar penalty, but Trojans cap it off with a touchdown score.
2: That's the fifth first down by way of penalty, too, by the way.
1: Clampett it. Pitches it to Brimage on the kickoff, and that did not I don't warrant – Anything that was—I
2: uh, don't know the, it happened so so fast that it, the uh, the guys converging on the on the ball carrier didn't have to make much of an adjustment.
1: I understand they want to get one of their more explosive ball carriers uh, a chance to do something in the open field, but um, good coverage for me. Central special teams has been great all night long.
2: They have done a nice job of covering because they do have more so have a couple of really excellent returners.
1: Willisville will start this drive from their own 20. Patterson's going to be under center as they look to uh, maybe change up their offense a little bit. Nice move. And they run a jet sweep to Clampett, who is able to get the ball down to the 50-yard line. Well, oh, that's a big game. And we haven't seen that. They have had him in
2: check. He made a great little dip move to free himself uh, and get the edge, and off he was gone. Big game.
1: 30-yard gain and a first down. Out to the 50-yard line. Now, Mooresville will go back to that shotgun spread formation. Two wide receivers to the left. Reeves here on the near side. Patterson. RPO. Swings it out to Jackson. Ooh, almost missed the tackle. Yeah, missed tackle by Hogue. Give him eight yards. Mooresville. Coming out. Big explosive play on first down.
2: Oh, they had to burn a timeout. Oh, no injury.
1: Injured player down on the field. It's not Jackson, is it? It looks like it's Jackson, yes. Uh, easy. 82, it is Jackson. Yep, so. Doesn't necessarily look like it's a, uh,
2: maybe a cramp, perhaps. Uh, you don't see many cramps this time of year. it's starts know, cool. The way
1: they're stretching them out is kind of the way it, way it looks but anyway so sure it uh, looks like it. injury timeouts are presented by beacon orthopedics and sports medicine you can find them in lawrenceburg batesville and green township beaconortho.com speaking of lawrenceburg hard fought and maybe surprising scoreline but 15 to 7 getting past greensburg and going on to the sectional championship they are awaiting the winner of brownstown central and batesville Last check, um, Batesville was trailing in that game, 14 to six. Let's see if we can get a a updated score from that game. Into the fourth quarter, Brownstown leading 21 to six. If that score holds up, do believe the Tigers will host Brownstown next week at the pit. Also, um, Milan, unfortunately, their season has come to an end, losing to North Decatur for the third time in a row in the sectional. And uh, South Dearborn's got an uphill battle in the second half uh, being blanked by Martinsville. So Jackson comes off the field. Still plenty of talent on this Mooresville offense. And Patterson will send... Drimmage out of the backfield to swing it out to him. He makes a man miss and is able to get the first down, and then his hit Uh, out of bounds. That's another penalty against the uh, Trojans, a late hit. That's a a good call. Wasn't super malicious, didn't knock him down, but he was out of bounds. So, uh, like you said, Chuck, it's going to be the right call.
2: That's the fifth first down uh, on penalties.
1: There's ten first downs, five each on penalties. A four-yard gain before the penalty. That's a good call. They will indeed call a personal foul on the defense. That's going to take them inside uh, the 30-yard line. The ref will march off the 15-yard penalty. That's going to take them down the 22-yard line. 22-yard line. 7.39 left in the third quarter. Mooresville trailing by 14 points looking to score on their first drive of the second half. Patterson, man in motion. He fakes the handoff and keeps it, bounces it to the outside. He's got one man to beat and a good tackle. Nice. nice Maxwell. Nice run. And was able to bring him down inside the 10-yard line. What was that? About 14, yards. 14 yards And the first down one nice. of the better runs of the night from Patterson
2: they made a nice job they uh, kind of ducked in and turned the jets on around that end
1: so handed off to Brimage. he is knocked down that is Maxwell again coming in for the tackle so not much there Second and goal to go from the five. Watch for another Patterson keeper here. Empty backfield. And there finds a hole to his left, but is tripped up. Maybe got the four-yard line. It might have only got one yard on that. We've had, we have seen East Central stand up down on their own goal line. It's actually the opening possession of the game. Third and goal from the four. Presumably four down territory for Mooresville. And we have a whistle before the play. Offside. Delay a game. No one delay a game.
2: False start. Oh, my.
1: False start. It's going to be on the offense.
2: Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy! Lots of penalties.
1: Mooresville has uh, certainly shot themselves in the foot uh, more than once tonight.
2: Well, that's that's one of the reasons why Ron, Ron Colley's so tough. They seldom hurt themselves, mm-hmm. almost never.
1: And that's who everyone's looking up to in yeah. this class, uh, the defending state champs and the uh, number one team in the state.
2: Yeah, and the, and they're I mean they just they don't make those kinds of mistakes.
1: East Central played them to a twenty one twenty one 21 draw through three quarters and then lost the fourth quarter fourteen nothing just a couple weeks ago. Patterson back to throw, he's got a man on a slant and Over it's three point. tall for Jackson who was back into the game. Fourth down. They almost have to go for it, I would think. Uh, field goal doesn't really help you at this point in the game. You know, points are great, but down two scores. Were, right. They are going to go for the points, though. Well, it would appear. Let's see if they fake it or try to draw them on side. Do have a, a very capable kicker. Oh, yeah. We've already seen them, them make a 32-yarder earlier in the game. Spotted at the 15, so 25-yard. It's be a 25 yard. Snaps good, holds good, and just snuck it inside the left upright. So the kick is good from 25 yards away. And East Central will celebrate a job well done, holding this Mooresville team to another field goal. East Central leads 24-13 with 5.49 left in the third quarter. Back after this 30-second break, it's High School Football in Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
0: It's about heart. It's what makes that precious or semi-precious stone sparkle brilliantly. It's what makes that gold, rose gold, platinum, or laser-cut sterling silver gleam even more. It's what makes that Seiko watch timeless. That secret ingredient is no secret to Infinity Jewelers on Walnut Street in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Whether it's an engagement, anniversary, or a surprise gift, a truly local jeweler with in-house finance options, payment plans, and even gifts under $100. Make infinite memories with Infinity
10: Jewelers in the heart of downtown Lawrenceburg. Hey, it's Jeremy working with you. 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Central with
1: an 11-point lead, 549 left in the third quarter. Mooresville goes eight plays. Capped off by a 25-yard field goal. But another job well done from East Central. Um, Again, holding this high-powered Mooresville offense to just three on that drive. I think he'll take that (laughs) the rest of the way. Yeah, when they get inside
2: the 20, they they have not
1: Kick is off. And that is going to be fielded by Eli Aspen at the two-yard line. And there's a flag on the play. It's going to come back. What was it? Block in the back? So... Aston brought it out past the 30-yard line, but flags laying at the 25. That'll back up EC, that last drive summary. Brought to you by Sieg Surveying, specializing in land surveying, construction layout, site design, and land consulting. Sieglandsurveying.com. Again, Sieg is S-E-I-G. 5.41 to go here in the third quarter. East Central set for their second drive of the second half. They're still marking off the penalty yardage, so they will start backed up at their own 15-yard line. That's 85 yards and penalties, and they've all been costly. Their last drive went 74 yards, eight plays, all runs. Ryan Brotherton capped off that scoring drive with a 12-yard touchdown run. They got three wide receivers stacked up to the right of Burton.
2: And they're going to run the ball.
1: Uh, Ringer to his left, and uh, you are correct.
2: As Ringer, oh, good run,
1: bowls his way forward for nine yards. He has certainly looked good here tonight.
2: 128 yards on 20 carries.
1: Just his second full game back from a uh, pretty severe ankle injury that kept him out between week three and week nine. Yep. I Got think it. he could have came back earlier, but they they wanted to the, save him for the playoffs, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Smart decision by Coach Miners and his coaching staff as they will hand to Ringer again. he finds a hole, knocked down by Holtzclaw, but a first down. He's able to bring it out to the 30-yard line. And got a penalty. Just think,
2: they'd be about over about <laughs> midway and midfield. Close
1: to midfield. That's yeah. right. Under five minutes of play here in the third quarter. Central has found a nice groove in this game, controlling the clock and the tempo with their strong run game. Burton looking down the field, and that ball is broken up. Nice coverage there. Very good coverage. I'm mean, not. Quite. That's a uh, Gideon Bremich.
2: Yeah, that's a. Uh...
1: That's a great job.
2: Speed on speed, and uh, that kind of motion was called up. Uh face guard or pass interference earlier in the game. I don't even remember which team had it. But almost exactly the same
1: guy. Uh, Ringer got called for one when it hit, hit him in the back of the head. Yeah, maybe that earlier.
2: Uh, um,
1: aggressive play call there on first down. Well, try to hit the home run to Aston. Aston in motion, but they'll hand it to Ringer, and he is dropped by Hogan Denny. Nice tackle. Nice tackle right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard for Ringer.
2: This is going to give the, uh, Pioneers the ball
1: back. Third and long. Now on the last third and seven. Penalty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a horse I'm, collar. Uh, yeah. Or the grab of the jersey, as they say. They could go back to that screen pass. That was pretty effective. Burton will be under center. They'll snap it quick. He rolls out. He's got Gindling in the flat. See if he can make the first down marker, and he does. Yep. Good job. Eight yards. Who was that? Gindling. Blake Gindling, they tied in. Great job. And a little nugget for you. Aurora, Farmers, Fair, King. Wow. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Never been. <laughs> <Keep> right? <writing. laughs> King Gendling Ging- with the eight-yard first down catch. Boy, that was a,
2: uh, a great call. I'm not sure why it wasn't covered. I mean, I'm
1: letting that clock, trying to bleed that clock now. Under four to play in the third quarter. East Central clinging on to an 11-point lead. They'll pitch at the Ringer in that wing formation, and he is able to get the edge. Lights forward for seven yards on first down.
2: 141 yards on 23 carries. What is this uh, Southern Cal coach, McKay, said, why not? not heavy. was <laughs> okay, referring to Ricky Bell, as tailback, one of the – Famous teams.
1: Second and short coming up for the Trojans, nearing midfield.
2: They got the big man in. I got the double wing. Fullback get it? They
1: do give it to the fullback.
2: You got the first down. Is able
1: to get three yards. Another first down. Another grinded-out type possession for East Central. Now uh, seven plays on this drive. Five runs, one complete. Completed pass, so the clock continuing to run here in the third quarter and that's the pace
2: that uh, the Trojans want. They just uh, when you have to go that far and you're running the ball every time it's hard to not to make some sort of mistake. Um, so right now they're ready to one double wing.
1: they'll pitch it to Brotherton this time as he swings out to the left, finds a good hole. Behind the left guard.
2: Pick up about
1: six. Six on the play. Just a uh, classic essential drive here, grinding it out on the ground, taking their time, keeping the Mooresville offense on the sideline. Uh, How frustrating do you think it's been for Mooresville's offense being over on the sideline so much? They're setting in the rain. Has that kind of contributed to maybe a slow night for them on the offensive side? Well, it's
2: not comfortable if you don't get in some kind of rhythm. You know that as a basketball player.
1: Yeah. Second
11: and three. Ringer
1: has it. Oh he almost. And if it. he would have broke yeah, yeah. that tackle, yeah. he had Burton. Yep. Uh oh, we got a flag after the play. Well, let's see who's it on. Who's he talking to? I saw Ernst hit the ground and roll. I don't know if that was uh after the play or if that I'll was part what, of the action. If this is a penalty
2: on them. Looks I wanna, like it's a hold. Oh my. Coach Gillen's gonna go crazy.
1: Oh, wait. Waiting for the call here. Personal foul on Mooresville. Boy, that is so... i tell you what.
2: A case could be made... A case could be made that these teams need to be a lot more disciplined if they're going to challenge for the state championship. Both are... Talent-wise, can do it, but you cannot make these kinds of ten- these penalties. Just
1: first and ten, upcoming from the Mooresville 25. East Central—they've um, shown some nice offense here tonight. They've been aided by some of those defensive penalties. Now, they're certainly making Mooresville pay. And they will hand it off to Brotherton. It's the same play he scored on last drive, and he's going to be able to outrun everybody to the edge again. Touchdown, Ryan Brotherton, twenty-five yards out, untouched. Unbelievable! Great. He is so fast.
2: His his, his gait is so long they couldn't gauge the pursuit angle. Every one of them on this uh, on their left side, uh, their right side, South uh, East
1: Central's left side, could not catch him. Wow. Now, I've mentioned I'm a big Ohio State fan. The way he runs with his long legs and long strides, he reminds me of former Ohio State great Ted Ginn, who had electric speed, and uh, Ryan Brotherton, 25, 25 yards out, his third touchdown of the night, two on the ground, one through the air. East Central, a commanding lead in this game, Brown Dykes, extra point. Is up and good. 31-13. Trojans lead it with 109 left to play in the third quarter. We're back after this. It's high school football on Eagle Country 99-3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
15: Wardway Fuels has been dedicated to your warmth and comfort for 40 years. Their showroom displays a cool selection of gas logs and fireplaces. You can modernize your gas fireplace with a new screen, door, or enclosure. Their experienced technicians can keep your gas fireplace burning safely with service cleanings and repairs, too. Wardway Fuels, your experts on grills, pools, heating oil, and propane. They serve here locally and on the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown with the sign that's easy to find. Wardway.com. Turn
0: it up, son. Hey, it's Ryan Briel, and whether your team wins or loses, I'll have your reason to celebrate every workday morning at 8.50, up real early on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: What a game thus far from young Ryan Brotherton. Three total touchdowns for the Trojans. One through the air and two on the ground, including his latest 25-yard TD run. Untouched. Uh, both of his runs have been the same play, Chuck. In the same area of the, uh, of the field, you would have thought some somebody, somebody may have,
2: you know, remembered that the last one.
1: Ten plays, 85 yards for the Trojans, who now lead 31-13. to Johnny Clampett will return the kick here, and he's got a hole and he will get out to the 35-yard line before he is forced out of bounds. A decent return there for Mooresville. Nice blocking by Mooresville. That, was,
2: that, that almost opened up to a, a, a huge take. They closed it down, but there was a, for a moment there was a
1: big gash. Special teams has uh, definitely been in favor of East Central this evening, but uh, their defense has risen to the occasion against this Mooresville offense They've just made him uncomfortable all night, Chuck. Yep. We're going to see some throwing now. I can tell you that the next 13 minutes. Four wide receivers for Patterson. Uh oh. Flushed out to the left. A Couple spin moves and is able to fight forward for seven yards. Good gain on first down. But if you're Mooresville, they you got to have a huge sense of urgency here. Um, got to put together some quick scoring drives. Yeah.
2: That was, uh, I got that hurry up offense going on.
1: Central's really done a good job limiting the play. And he does a good job on the rollout as Patterson finds Denny. That's going to be a first down. Close to another seven yard gain.
11: Actually, give him nine.
1: 36 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Patterson back to throw, been real uncomfortable. Connor Coon all over him, and
2: he just has to
1: chuck it out of bounds. Smart play by the young quarterback. Well, he's not that
2: young; he's a junior.
1: Had all day to throw it. Give credit to the secondary and the defenders. Oh, in most games this year, Patterson's been able to have a a comfy pocket where he's able to set his feet and throw the ball down the field. Central has been—he he he had plenty of time to throw the ball. I think everybody's just covered. He's starting to move out of the pocket pretty quick. Uh, He's going to go down. He's going to get. Well, it's not going to go as a sack since he got. Not going to go down easy. Not going to go down as a sack since he got positive yards. But East Central, able to converge on Patterson, and he's down on the field right now. uh, Slow to get up. Got to his feet now. It's good to see. Um, Oh, Benny got tackled. I don't know why everybody's griping. Boulevard Gray and Company. Corral Patterson there. Look, look at Dylan. He,
2: they're only yeah. I,
1: there was,
2: it was a tackle. He did. He did a great job. He struggled to get a couple more yards. He did a nice job. And uh, I think they have just called a personal foul from the sideline. Well, it should. I mean, it, it, there's. I, I'm. I was a coach. You can gripe, but you don't gripe about stuff that that's non-existent. They didn't call anything. Or maybe
1: a sideline warning.
2: Yeah, they're they're hard. They're not going to call anything on a coach tonight unless it just
1: gets real bad. Nonetheless, third and nine upcoming. Clock is ticking. Under ten seconds to play. No, no. Okay, Patterson snaps it. Deep ball over the middle. It's going to oh, nearly yeah. intercepted. intercepted. <laughs> Charlie using. Oh man, could have put the. Nail in the coffin. Well, the nail in, on the way. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he's get the nail and the hammer ready. But, uh, falls to the turf. It'll be a fourth and nine. When we come back, the fourth quarter ahead, East Central leading 31 to 13. High school football in Eagle Country 99-3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
8: Hi, I'm Jim Scott, a golfer, weekend warrior, runner, and lover of just about any sporting activity. And occasionally I find myself in pain. Then I turn to Beacon. Beacon Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. My latest? Well, I tried to grip it and rip it. Ouch! Ripped my meniscus. Living in Dearborn County, I'm fortunate enough to be 10 minutes away from my friend, Dr. David Argo at Beacon Orthopedic, Lawrenceburg. Dr. Argo repaired it. I'll be fine. Looking for a new golf swing.
6: Hey, it's double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.
1: The East Central Region, 12 minutes away from punching their ticket to the Class 4A Sectional 23 Championship game, leading Mooresville 31 to 13. Chuck, it was 17 to 10 at halftime. The uh, Trojans have kind of shot out of a cannon here in the second half, uh, behind Josh Ringer and Ryan Brotherton. And that's true, and they played really well. But what outside
2: thing has affected this game? Well, penalties have stood out yes, to me. And absolutely, the silly
1: ones on defense. The both, uh, both teams, yeah. yeah. And that's the that, personal
2: fouls, and you, you kind of hate to see that, even though I'm a, a, a Trojan supporter.
1: But I mean, my goodness, just about every almost every score's been affected because of a penalty. Fourth and nine for Zil, just inside East Central territory. Rimage motions out of the backfield. Good pressure. And that's a sack and a fumble. East Central's on it. Fourth so- four down anyway, they
11: to
2: get the ball. We'll be on it. Sat padding, Chuck. Yeah second fumble of the night. That is, uh,
11: nice. on that and, on
2: that and here again, he had time to throw the ball, give credit to these central secondary linebackers, doing a phenomenal job of covering. And these receivers are good. Mooresville's receivers are really good. And, uh, you know, just got to give them credit. One of
1: those nights. You know what? What a performance thus far from the Trojans. Coming out thirty-one thirteen, they'll get this ball on their own forty seven. They're not going to. They'll swing it out to Brotherton again. And uh well, he's first down <laughs> gonna take that ball into Mooresville territory. twelve yards there. Normally when he's touched the ball tonight, he hasn't been touched by a defender. I don't know what they're doing on that left side that makes that so
2: uh, vulnerable. I mean, the defense looks good. They look like they're in positions, but he just seems to glide over there.
1: Well, if you're going to run behind anybody, Casey McQueen and Shrek Snyder. um, Not too bad. Not too bad. You're right. Those guys are maulers over there. Those offensive lines done great job. First and ten from the Mooresville 42. This wing formation has been good since the uh, fumble on the opening possession. Ringer with a big hole. You got a first down. And he rushes for 12 or 13 yards and another first down. It's been a, a dominant performance thus far from East Central. Uh, we continue to talk about how penalties have aided um both teams at times, but more so East Central with um, some of those horse-collar penalties, yep. personal fouls. And, and but you have to take advantage
2: of them. Absolutely, and they've done that. Uh, and, 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 and so did Mooresville when they got their opportunity. Burton
1: under center. They'll give it to Ernst right up the middle, and he breaks He's through. He's going to take it to the house 30 yards out. Grant Ernst in for the score. All EC in Mooresville tonight. Unbelievable. Oh my my my
2: my! Woo. This will cause some eyes around the state to widen.
11: Thirty-seven
2: thirteen, the Trojans,
1: making it well worth their while to make the some two-hour trip northwest to Mooresville. Brown Dyke on high snap. Handled it. it. Handled it and up and through. Perfect night so far for Sophie Brown Dyke. 38-13 Trojans lead it. 10-48 left in the fourth quarter. We're back after this. It's high school football in Eagle Country 99-3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.
5: I like the transferability, the affordability, and the accessibility of the campus. The affordability of Ivy Tech makes it to where I won't have any debt getting my degree, so that's helpful for me paying for my own classes. I'm Claire, and I'm with Ivy. Learn more at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg.
3: As the end of the year approaches, Hagford is looking to put you into the vehicle of your dreams. Right now, we have a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Come in and talk to our knowledgeable sales staff about pre-ordering a 2022 Bronco, Maverick, or F-Series. With inventory down, your trading is worth top dollar. Check out all our inventory at HagfordSales.com. Hagford. We are the difference.
1: East Central jumping around on their sideline, having some fun tonight, leading Mooresville 38-13 with 10.48 left in the fourth quarter. Three plays on that drive, and they go 53 yards. Grant Ernst with a 30-yard touchdown run to increase the lead to 38-13. The run game has been unstoppable here in the second half. Unbelievable. Brown Dyke will kick it away. Clamp it. Trying to set up it. that wall on the right side. At the 16, he'll run to his right, and East Central's got it covered. Excellent special teams play here tonight. Wow. Well, let's get the ball on the 17. Uh,
11: it's
1: like the 20. 20? Yep. Uh, we got a, a four yard kick return. And we talked about how special Mooresville's been in the uh, kick game this year, but East they, Central kind of made that a, a key to this game tonight.
2: Well, they have such speed on their. I mean, uh, every, those guys that come down are, are full out and uh, good tacklers.
1: I've learned anything from watching football. You put your best players, best, best athletes on special teams, and East Central has done that. Quick throw. From Patterson, but the screen sniffed out. No yards. Didn't even see who uh, caught that ball. Looks like it was Clampett. Clampett. Mm-hmm. Comes up hobbling a little bit. Second and 10 upcoming. East Central is, uh, they like their matchup with their defensive backs and uh, the way they've dropped their linebackers into coverage at times. Nice throw there yeah. off his back foot. Jackson will haul it in. That was just an out pattern, about, uh, what, 12 yards? that no, first down? Well, 12 yards. Yeah, it looks like he did get the first on that. A lot of bodies down there on the sideline. Couldn't see exactly where he stepped out, but.
2: See through that glass, kind of
1: tough. First down for Mooresville. I've been the most impressive throw of the night for Patterson off his back foot. I'll run the speed option. Patterson will pitch it. Uh, Cooper Hogue is there. Man, he got about two yards with Brimage. I guess you have to keep that threat of the run game alive. But Morzil, the time is against them, and they need a big explosive play and sometime soon. Yeah. Well, uh, he he should have ran out of bounds, stopped the clock. I
2: don't. I mean, I, I realize he wants every yard. Uh oh. Logan
1: Denny's going to throw it to Patterson, and uh, he catches the ball. Got him napping. Yep. Good play. And that's going to be a first down. Who was it? Through that? Hogan Denning with the uh, pass. Out of
11: the 49
1: yard line. Interesting play there. Patterson gets a reception of about 15 yards. Out to the 49 yard line. Patterson in the shotgun. Back to pass. Delayed blitz again. Has to step up in the pocket. Has a man over the middle of the field. That's Jackson. Breaks the tackle and is wrestled down. Another first down by Charlie Usen. Who was that caught that? Jackson with the catch. Gets that down to the 44. 37, so 12 yard, 13 yard gain. Hurry up offense for Mooresville. They have to at this point. Patterson back to throw. Finds Clampett over the middle. 11 yards. Another first down. So they're starting to find a rhythm in that passing game. Look like a.
2: Who's calling timeout? We have a. East Central or?
1: Timeout on the field. We will. Yep. Defense, uh, timeout East Central. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. On site x ray, MRI, same day appointments, marsburg Batesville, Green Township. Learn more at beaconortho.com. Again, a reminder of some of the uh, other area scores. Lawrenceburg has advanced to the sectional championship. 15-7 to win over Greensburg at last check. Brownstown Central was in control of the game against Batesville, so it looks like those two teams will continue their rivalry they've had over the last couple of years. So it's been a little lopsided rivalry with Lawrenceburg yep. uh, in favor there. Uh, South Dearborn looks like their season's going to come to an end. Uh, Martinsville playing a great game tonight. Uh, Milan has a uh, have their season ended at the hands of Norris Decatur. So uh, next week, it looks like if the uh, score holds up here, our choices for a sectional championship game will be Lawrenceburg-Brownstown Central or East Central and Martinsville will, uh, to be announced. Going to do some deliberating over the weekend. But, of course, East Central still has to get through the final 9-11 in this game. Before they can think about a sectional championship with a 38-13 lead for the Trojans. Mooresville driving. Ball at the EC25. Patterson starting to find a little bit of a rhythm here. Got three wide receivers. Going to go to the air again. Good pocket. Looking for a man down the seam. Broken up. Good coverage. Hogan Denny rises up uh, above the defenders. Looked like he was going to haul it in. Good pass. Charlie Usen there. uh, Sam Ringer, two deep safeties on that particular play.
2: They tried to split them, and I don't – somebody had to be open because both safeties were right there. Let's see if they go back and hit the guy that was open. I don't know who was open, but somebody's got to be.
1: Second and ten, they're going to roll Patterson to the left this time. And he's got a backtrack, gets away from a couple defenders, and is able to get the ball forward to Hogan Denny, making something out of nothing. They still lost a couple yards on that pass play. Who was that to, Denny? Denny with the catch behind the line of scrimmage. It was a forward pass. But Patterson making something out of nothing there. That's going to set up a third and long. Trojans have just have not made it easy on Patterson hasn't had a uh, too many clean pockets to drive the ball down the field watch for the delayed blitz here too they won't actually bring it Find wide, wide open Clampett on a corner route and he is in for the score a 27 yard strike to give more some life nice route from
11: Clampett
2: He's wide open. End up having a linebacker on him, I think.
1: And you go away from those uh, two deep safeties, but a uh, much-needed big play for Mooresville, who's still going to find themselves down 18 huh? points if they can convert on the PAT. side kick. And a false start. Another penalty. So that kick will not count. No, so back up Mooresville on this PAT. Penalties have certainly been an issue for the Pioneers this evening. Appreciate our listeners back in Eagle Country tuning in tonight on your hometown radio station, and those uh, maybe outside of Eagle Country tuning in at eaglecountryonline.com or on the free Eagle Country 99 3 app. Certainly been well worth a listen right now with the way the Trojans have been playing. A little bit deeper a PAT, but no problem for Mooresville as that is up and good. 38-20 with 8.20 left to play here in the fourth quarter. Trojans just minutes away from punching their ticket to the sectional championship. We'll take another short break. Back after this, high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
4: Lace up your running shoes and join us Saturday, November 13th for the Girls on the Run 5K. Sponsored by Margaret Mary Health. This non-competitive event brings together girls from area counties for a morning full of fun and fitness. All proceeds benefit Girls on the Run, an after-school program designed to teach girls the importance of self-esteem and exercise. To register, visit us online at gotr of mmhealth.org. That's G-O-T-R of mmhealth.org. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive
6: home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country
1: 99.3. Morrisville with a good response on that last drive, going nine plays, 80 yards, capped off by a 27-yard TD pass to Nick Patterson to Johnny Clampett and a survey. Drive Survey, a service of seek Seag Surveying, and com. Uh, we'll look for the onside kick here from Mooresville, down 18 with 8.20 to go. For this uh, kick, we do want to wish East Central Lady Trojan, Rachel Campbell, good luck. She competes at the cross-country state finals tomorrow in Terre Haute. South Ripley's Laney Nicholson will also be representing southeastern Indiana.
11: Mooresville,
1: all... Jumbled up, and they will um, watch it on onside, onside kick. And out. they give it now. And Eli Aston comes up and was not fooled.
2: Good job. I like that play though, Mooresville. That's kind of neat. I like that. And that was a good kick. They just did. Uh, Eli came up is a little too high.
1: And that's what they always do: is fake an onside, go into their more yeah. traditional look. But that time they faked it, it looked I, like they were going to break out, and then yeah, for the onside. The,
2: the thing is, everybody knew it was good. Yeah, something was coming. But good coaching from the East Central sideline to have their kids ready. Yep. They had the the good hands people in there. You're like, he must have jumped six feet. Did you see how high he was? (laughs) I I think he was excited about getting that ball.
1: Well, he has been a little quiet in the passing game tonight, but uh, East Central hasn't needed to go to the air much because the run game has been as strong as ever for this Trojans team. They'll pitch it to Ryan Brotherton, who's had a huge night tonight, trying to follow a block from... Noah Hauser who was pulling from his right guard position to the left, they're able to get a good positive gain uh there. Four yard gain. As, uh Brotherton and Ringer might be battling it out for that uh player of the game. We'll get to that in our post game. And if uh East Central can hold on and win. They're gonna go- make it go down below five. Well uh likely here from Coach Miners before we sign off here tonight. Link formation again. And give it to Ernst. Who Ernst. <laughs> took it 30 yards for a touchdown on the last drive. Took that one about seven right up the
2: middle. No, not quite seven. About six. This is an important play right here. A
1: third and two. 18-point lead for the Trojans. Nearing seven minutes to play. I think you just got to stick to your guns here and continue to run the ball behind this big offensive line who is obviously uh, taking this challenge tonight head on. He'll hand it off to Ringer on he's gonna sweep, get it. and he's going to get it and more. They're trying to take it out of his hands. And he's going to bring it down inside the 40-yard line. So give them about seven yards there. Another first down.
2: I mean, you can bet that they're got their hands in there trying to take that ball out, and I'm sure that the
1: Trojan coaching staff has emphasized that. Central content to let that play clock roll down inside ten seconds. Burton hasn't even gotten under center yet. Five seconds now on the play clock. We'll swing it out to Ringer. Ringer. If he breaks the tackle, no. Ten yards, huh? Good tackle by Nielsen. But Ringer gets another first down, and we have a timeout called by Mooresville. We're going to keep it right here during this. Timeout. Just six fifteen left to play. A little early to start using the uh, the timeout for Mooresville. I have no choice.
2: I mean, I, I I agree with you, and I know what you're thinking. But if they're going to get nine yards every time you carry, you got to you got to
1: stop that first. Keeping your fa because <laughs> they're just. I mean. And uh, how about this wing formation uh, since that opening drive, uh, East Central fumbles on the second play of the game. We thought maybe they uh, weren't necessarily ready <laughs> to run that type of offense, but uh ever since it's worked really great. actually coming after a
2: great uh, stop down there. You know, they did a great job. And that could have deflated them really quick, but uh, they're pretty resilient. It's pretty early in the game, too. I mean, I can see uh, body language out there and and – some people out there are going, "This is not good, you know what i mean can't you just see it this
1: This is a vintage central game where they are just wearing the opposing team down mentally and physically with with what uh, has been such a great run game tonight. Do you feel like this is an offense that can kind of uh they can move forward with in the state tournament. Uh, they, they've run this before
2: in, in situations, and it's uh, generally been fairly effective. But when, when you've got running backs like this,
1: Ringer, he's got a hole, and he's got two men to beat. He's going to dive for the pylon. I think he is in, and he is. Another touchdown. 24-yard touchdown scamper from Josh Ringer, potentially putting the final nail in the coffin of the Mooresville Pioneers. It is now 44-20. to what a performance from this East Central Trojans team. Uh, yeah, the game's over. Uh, what did Mike Tomlin say about the, uh, USC job? Never say never, but never. So, uh, you never say never, but never. Uh, 44 to uh, 20 with six minutes left. Um, East Central well on their way to the sectional final next week. Sophie Brown, another high snap, but handled again and, Roundyke remains perfect on the evening, 45-20. to 20. East Central putting on a show in Mooresville. We're back after this high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com.
9: Hi, I'm Adam with Sieg Surveying, your local, experienced, full-service land surveying company. Our team has served all of southeastern Indiana for 20 years with trusted, accurate, and personal service. Our crew specializes in land surveying, site design, dividing property, line staking, and more. Let our team take care of all the necessary communications with the local, state, and federal entities. If you are looking to line stake or divide your property on large wooded parcels, the wintertime is the best time. Call Sieg Surveying and visit SiegLandSurveying.com.
0: A new day in Eagle Country. Hey, it's Ron Bria. Let's get up real early together. Workday morning starting at 5 on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to Mooresville
1: High School alongside Chuck Thomas and double Keith Travis Thayerson, all East Central here in the second half, leading Mooresville 45 26.07 left. In regulation.
2: well, You know, we got a heads up. East uh, Central coaching staff, the offensive people, thought that they could run on this team. But I never, never dreamed it would be like this.
1: I I definitely thought that East Central could score some points tonight, but I didn't know that their defense was going to be able to uh, play this well against the high-powered Mooresville offense that uh, scored against pretty much everybody they played. Clampett fielding at the uh, 15-yard line, and he has run out. Around the 28th, special teams has been great. We've mentioned that on multiple occasions. This is where
2: you sometimes get interceptions. You know, you're tired, it's wet, it's rainy, everybody knows you're going to throw it. Hopefully the East Central... Tro- Trojans have uh, corrected that error where that flag pattern wide open.
1: Fifty-one yard drive for East Central going was five a run. plays, big run there for Brimage, who is going to get it out close to midfield. What is that? Twenty-three yards. That was a good run. Is, he's really brought it back. Uh, except, excuse me, eighteen yards on that game. Warsville will look to go quick, of course. No uh, so run reverse to Denny, and he's got some space. But Rosemeyer closes quickly. Nice and job! Is able to fight back to the uh, line of scrimmage and actually fell forward for maybe two yards. Be so hey, he so Central holds on strong possibility that's going to happen. It'll be their first sectional championship appearance since 2019 when they lost to this same Mooresville team. You have to go back to the 2018 season under Coach Don Stonefield for East Central's last sectional championship. They're not accustomed to not winning sectional championships, so they're looking back to get into those uh, winning ways. And if they do win this year, it will be their 20th sectional championship in school history. Mission 20, which is what they sought out at the beginning of the year, Patterson flush from the pocket. He'll look down the middle of the field. That hit the ground. Look like. Uh, well, they're going to call it a catch. Didn't that hit the ground? Is it is it looked like it from here. It is hard to that shiny field out there. You can't. Tell hard them. to know for sure who was it made that catch. Brimich. Uh, Brimich. First down, big gainer there. Down to the twenty-one yard line. Clock starts to run after they reach. Set the chains. Patterson back to the air. And Jack Rainier with the coverage there, knocking it away from Reeves.
11: 4.35
1: to go. Second and 10 upcoming for Mooresville. Trailing by 25. The home pioneer is going to need a miracle at this point. Patterson in the shotgun, four wide receivers, three to his left. Good pressure from East Central, flushes him from the pocket, Uh and he just eats that play.
2: Just not there. He uh, analyzed
1: it, saw nothing was there,
2: killed it, so that it wouldn't run the clock off.
1: Uh Now, while East Central's done a nice job on Patterson tonight, um, I've kind of been impressed with uh, his ability to not force things. Yes, he, it's not there. He's making the right he, play. He's
2: really a mature quarterback. He's he is really uh, he's just a great athlete. And uh, this hasn't been his. Hey, what, the thing is, he's had time. Uh, what they got a penalty?
1: It looks like a defensive penalty, holding on the uh, defense. So uh, perhaps get a couple thank yous from the home supporters.
2: Well, that one guy keeps yelling nutty things and, you know, yeah. that horse collar is like
1: 60 yards away, and, you know, bodies all over the place. First and 10 from the 12. Patterson in the shotgun. Watch clamp it in the slot here. And they'll actually go to Jackson.
2: That's a nice little
1: Good coverage and a good pattern as Cooper Hogue with the coverage. He's had a nice night at corner. Really, the secondary as a whole has done a great job against this receiving core with five receivers with 20 receptions and all five with over 300 yards this year. Yep. And this is going to be a game these kids are going to remember for a long, long time.
2: Well, if I don't die of old age... It's taking us a long time. You know what I mean? This is a long game. It
1: is a long game. A lot of incomplete passes. 426 left to go. Patterson back to throw. And he's going for the end zone. And Reeves makes a nice catch and gets his feet in. That's a touchdown. A really nice throw and catch from Patterson and Reeves. As they uh, start to get a little rhythm going, but maybe a a little too late.
2: What's the... uh... What's the yardage on that one?
1: 12 yards. 45 26.
11: Mooresville's going to go for
1: two. Why not? I have say, designed to roll out coming here for Patterson. They got Clampett in motion. And there he goes to his right, and East Central's got it covered. And he breaks through some tackles, and that ball is knocked down by Kuhn. So, failed two-point conversion. And East Central gives up a touchdown, but still leads it 45-26 with 4.18 to go in this contest. We'll take a 30-second break. Back after this, high school football in Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. You're back.
14: DeVille Pharmacies in Dullesboro and Rising Sun. You'll find old-fashioned service with the most current products. From cold and flu to cards, bandages to candy, we always have the time to answer your questions and provide recommendations. DeVille Pharmacies in Dullesboro and Rising Sun.
15: Your family's home.
10: Hey, it's Jeremy from Eagle Country, 99.3. Who are you working with? If you're not working and hanging out with me, I'm highly offended. Working with you, 10 until 2, right here on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country, 99.3. Hey, play drive from Mooresville.
1: Starting back on their own 28, Patterson hits Reeves for the 12-yard touchdown, failed two-point conversion. East Central leads it 45-26, to and no problem with the onside kick as East I, Central gets
2: it at the 50-yard line. I, I don't understand that. I mean, they, they, they didn't even rush the line of scrimmage. I and mean, the guy went and – I don't – that was like – I wondered if they knew what was going on. Or, that was crazy. Did you see that? They had a couple guys run this way, and then they kicked it where it was, and nobody moved hardly off the line of scrimmage for Morrisville. I uh,
1: sometimes wonder why you don't just uh, kick it high in the air back above all uh, the sucked-in players there. and try to run down and, and get it from there. 4.18 left to kill off this game for the East Central Trojans. Run game has been stout. They're going to pitch it to Brotherton, who runs behind Hauser, and he only gets a yard.
11: Injury timeout.
1: Looks like Johnny Clampett down on the field for Mooresville. Somebody hurt, or they just... Yeah, he looks looks like he's in some some pain there. Oh, uh, well. Give you some uh, recaps on some of those area scores that have some interest in Eagle Country. The Lawrenceburg Tigers on to the sectional championship. Fifteen to seven win over Greensburg. They were going to uh, take on the Brownstown Central Braves, who are leading. Well, actually, it's not over yet, but they are leading Batesville twenty-eight fourteen with five oh two left in the fourth quarter. So these scores are just out of whack. Uh, it's, been, it's been a weird night. Yep. Um, South Dearborn getting uh, shut out by Martinsville. That's fine on that one, you remember? Last check was, uh, 38 to nothing. We get a check up there.
11: Uh,
1: Martinsville, if you look at the Sagarin rating, was the third best team in this sectional. Yeah. Um, got through Silver Creek week one. Thought South Dearborn might be able to, uh, do some things to stay in that game tonight, but, uh, Martinsville handling their business at home. They are, uh,
2: they are a, uh, a good team, a good tradition down there in Martinsville. They have good football this year. They, uh, how would you like to have to play this team and uh, Decatur Central? I mean, I, and then Whiteland. I mean, gee whiz.
1: So what's uh look at this uh, Martinsville team a little bit closer because uh, B Central presumably going to play them uh, next week in the uh, championship game um, it'll Be 7-4 and four after the win against South Dearborn tonight. Again, you mentioned it okay. their losses coming to Bloomington South, Decatur Central, Moore, this Mooresville team in Plainfield um, their schedule is riddled with 4-5 and 6 a teams. so a very battle-tested team B Central will see next week in the championship game Short run there for Grant Ernst.
2: They could have waited, uh, wasted another 10 seconds. They snapped the ball too soon.
1: Third and seven upcoming for East Central. 345 left to play in this contest.
2: That is amazing, Stat.
1: Interesting stat from the Lawrenceburg Tigers game. Uh, Hard to believe, but Tigers did not complete a pass in that 15-7 win. Saw that play a little bit earlier, a little trickery. Brotherton gets the edge. There's a flag on the play. Looks like that's going to negate a big gainer. Uh, Looks like that's going to be a hold. That's been a big play
2: (laughs) for them. Well, they'll have to take the penalty, which means they'll get uh, to run some more time off the
1: clock. Can't speak highly enough about the performance of Josh Ringer and Ryan Brotherton tonight um, turning into a a dynamic duo there in the backfield. Just think what this uh, Trojans team might be able to do. In dry weather, where uh, Cole Burton's maybe more of a factor throwing oh, the ball call, down the field. Oh, they're going to run the play, offsetting, offsetting penalties. penalties. Okay. So and it Looks it. like they will uh, retry that third and seven. Three twenty-two to go. Well, I think from the East Central perspective, you're just kind of wishing time would move a little bit quicker. Uh, for my, for mine too. <laughs> well. If you don't have a live broadcast at 7 a.m.
2: tomorrow, then you should really, <laughs> out of all these people in this stadium, you're the one that should be.
1: I'm just going to go straight back to work, I think. Got a bed down at the studio? You might as well. We need to get one, probably. Cole Burton will be under center here. And they're going to roll him out to his right and throw back to the left. Ringer wide open, and he's got plenty of space. He's going to score, I think. He's got some blockers up the field. He cuts back oh. and is knocked down at the ten yard line. What a that's a gutsy call. That's really good. I like that. What is it? Forty fifty four yards <laughs> on that. That screenplay has worked a couple times for him tonight. Yes, it has. Fifty four yards on the catch. That's seventy four. They've really exploded offensively in the second half. I mean, wow. Unbelievable. Uh, Seventeen points at halftime. Now forty-five on the board and maybe counting as these Central looking to attack uh, it on here. The big man off up the middle Ernst. still moving. And another flag. How about that?
2: Is that uh getting a little chippy down there? Words being exchanged, friendships being made. And with with another oh, flag. Finally, he got one. Yeah. Yep. Mike Gillen is uh, yeah. out in the middle
16: of the.